guys really need to just stop already. I've skated most of my life and I find myself making goddamn root booters throughout these videos. Watch some videos of Dustin Latimer, Chris Farmer, Dominic Sakona, <laughs> John Julio, or Nick Rickle if you want to see Mushroom Play Day. This is not Mushroom Play Day. It's just a way to disguise the fact that you have no tricks. <laughs> Maybe if I just spin around three times before hopping onto the ledge, no one will notice that I only did it too for long so. People hate on Take Chris, but at least Take Chris landed the first double. Oh, that's indeed cute. Why not? <laughs> hate on these, yeah. Yes, hate on us, exactly. those guys playing sounds? I feel it, man. Oh, fuck yeah. Right, Liars? So, yeah, I'm really sad I didn't get to see them live. But they are evil. <laughs> they are brilliant, genius evil. They have an amazing sense of humor, though, too, because that album got called, uh, shit. There was something about how they didn't use real drums on it. They used a drum machine, so it's yeah. like, I, that's, I think that's just someone hitting, like, like a... Pressing a key. Brr. Just playing like, and why do you have to actually hit a drum? But then they, they made their masterpiece, the album that they may never surpass, was called Drums Not Dead. And they recorded drums on that album. They recorded it in some fucking empty army base or something like that. And the drum sounds on that record, it was. I won't even go into it. But so they, they, they recorded the sounds and then like they put had it like, into a program and they could just press a key and replicate that sound. I, they just made like a really like. It was when dance punk was getting popular in the rapture, and there was a sound that was getting really popular, and the yeah. liars got grouped into it. So they made this album. I can't remember. It was their in between their second album. So we've just heard a song, and it was like famously panned because it was so sloppy and like. Do you hear that song? Yeah. But you can just feel an energy in it. They were yeah. trying to feel out like a new sound. So then they made their next album. There was no, I don't think they used drums. And then so they made an album called Drums Not Dead. And there was a bunch of songs about, like, drums. They made jokes about drums. And they had, there was a sense of humor to it. But they made a fucking amazing album. And that you need to make those albums that are, like, that are going to be panned. Anyways, you said you were going to open just, up. There's so much power in not giving people what they want. In doing what you, you fucking feel. You. 
Not what the, you're reading of the reviews, what people think, what you feel, because you are the you are the master of the universe. You experience life through yourself when you decide. You, when you make the decisions, yeah, and you say, "I don't give a fuck if people like it or not. I want to make this." There'll be a lot of people that'll fucking hate it, and there'll be people who feel it for what it is, and they're like, "Fuck yes!" Like there's a power. In, you do it. You feel it out. Well, you could make shit for a really long period of time, too. Oh, yeah. For all you know. Shit even to yourself. But you're still going to make something that's awesome eventually if you follow that idea. Follow, making, yeah. Making stuff that you want to make. It's like, because did yeah. you hear that song? That song may have sucked to so many people. But when I... I don't know, something about playing that, like, the starting, the computer voice speaking, and then playing yeah. that song together, those made a powerful little soup there. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck all these people who don't like stuff. If you don't like something, really, if you don't like something, yeah, you don't like it. But... Do you know what was interesting? Oh, go ahead. You have to ask yourself, why don't you like it? Yeah, that's true. What's in it? Mm-hmm. That you feel so uncomfortable with. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things that I see that I'm repulsed by. And I'm instantly repulsed by. I can tell in the first three minutes of a movie if I'm going to like it or not. Mm-hmm. I just feel a certain like sense of, of realness as opposed to being lied to. I know when I'm being lied to. If there isn't a, a person with zits by like three minutes in, or at least like some rough spots or, you know. Just something like the human flaw. Yeah, something like it's like okay, this is Hollywood bullshit. I know exactly what to expect. I know what I'm gonna go through. I know I know how it's gonna end. Listen, and I'm I'm not really gonna enjoy it. Don't judge a book by its cover. Isn't that something that we've learned growing up? (laughs) Don't judge a book by its. I think in a certain way you can judge a book by its cover. It is. It is like that. (laughs) Hey man, this book's really good. Uh, like, look in the cover. cover. <laughs> that was like, hey, better than baseball. The cover was, sh- it was awesome, but it was really, the photo was so shitty that yeah. you couldn't even tell like what was on it. But in a way that is awesome. That photo is, it's such a shame. It is such a shame that the image that that cover turned out yeah. like that. But maybe we can maybe post it's it in good. really high quality. There's a lot yeah. of cool stuff on it. There's a lot of cool stuff in it. That was a great idea. I want. You know what I wanted to do? I wanted to make the Sergeant Pepper of rollerblading covers. Yeah. Just something that you can look Some at, class. and you have lots of weird ideas. Yeah. <laughs> Man. And that's why that. Yeah. Better than you're not. We're not better than anything, Joey. Oh, that wasn't the thing though. The, the best part. <laughs> No, I'm not going to go That's a in. real quote. We're yeah. not better than anything, Joey. I'm not going to get into that. I'm not going to get into that. How did you want to open this podcast? I don't know. I wanted to say something about like the point of rollerblading. My objective, my personal objective in yeah. my universe. And I am the god of my universe. Yeah. What well, I we, want, are, we are all becoming gods in some... Everyone. Yep. We create our own reality. Well, and we're just lucky that we have a lot of time anyways we have time and we can we can make decisions we are the we are so fucking empowered we don't know it but what i want out of rollerblading out of the experience of rollerblading oh, shit. i just want to learn to follow myself 
That's it. That's the best. You can I want to learn to yeah. follow myself. I don't want to follow fucking God. I don't want to follow fucking you. I don't want to follow fucking MTV. Don't or follow me. Housewives or fucking YouTube or Google or Terrence McKenna or Joe Rogan or anybody. I want to follow myself. 100%. That's the goal is to follow myself because that's the only thing that's real to me. Everything else is just hearsay. It's Here's rumor. It's bullshit. I see the world. I pee. I poo. I fuck. I eat food. I put food into my mouth. I can't experience what it's like for someone else to put food in their mouths. <laughs> I experience everything. I'm right yes. about everything. But I can decide to be wrong. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That is true. You can... Wait... Did I just say that's true and you said something really confusing? But what I have to say is, so, well, we need to let everyone know what's happening after. Like what, what we're, what they're walking into. Because we kind of just started it. We didn't really set this up. But what it, They'll figure you want to follow you. <laughs> They'll figure it out. <laughs> okay, so when you say yourself, you want to follow yourself. This is the... Probably one of the biggest struggles of being a human being. Yeah. To know yourself. So there's... I always read it. There's yourself. When I journal, I say yourself. So that's one word. Yourself, right? Yeah. And then there's yourself, capital S. There's two. So yourself and yourself. So when do you really right. feel connected with yourself? It's not as often as you would like, but I don't know if... Can you be connected if if you're connected with yourself with a capital S all the time? Are you can you not connect with other people that you need to help? I think it's hard to connect with yourself with a capital S. It's rare. S. It's really hard because there's just so much influence all the time, the constant. We live in a world of constant influence. Everywhere you look, you are being influenced. But someone is telling you how to act, how to think. You're just constantly watching, and then you you experience things that you really like. Yeah, yeah. And it's constant, like, this is the way, this is the way. This, this whole reality that we live in is just us surrounded by a crowd of people telling us, this is the right way. No, this is the right way. Over here, over here. They're waving their arms in 360 degrees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're looking at a crowd of people, and they're all staring at you, saying... Over here, Joey, Joey, I'm over here. This is the right way. No, 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 Joey, Joey, I'm right here. It is a confusing world. It's an awesome time to be alive. It's also <laughs> the hardest hey. time to break free. Well, it's a really, really? hard time to, um, because you can't, there, I smacked again. I'm like, when I have a new thought, out, it's almost like cutting, like editing, like, there, I just <laughs> made a cut point with my mouth. Yeah. Okay, this is the thing. Talked about it with Mr. Yi. I don't know if it was the podcast that we released or didn't release, but after I got out of like a really long relationship, I had thoughts of like, well, maybe I should just fucking be a monk for like a month or two. Like, there's things that influence me, and lots of notes that I took where it's like, well, silence and not a lot of stimulation and just quieting down, reflection, having an extended period of time where you're not involved in anything. You can find a lot of answers that way. And then at the same time, it's like, well, shit, there's, like, the internet, and you can still make videos, and you can kind of, like, have a chaotic life, but you can do a little bit of that stuff. I think that 
there's no right answer, but never be too far to one side. The, the, the short answer is you can still do that monk stuff. That, the biggest thing I've ever learned, you still got to do the monk stuff a little bit. You got to create space and time in the chaos. And then when you go back in, you dip, you go into the chaos for a little bit because we're in a time where the chaos is pretty exciting. There's a lot going on. There's a lot of opportunity. But you got to go the other way too. Well, I think and, like, and, and it's very important to do both. Everyone can move forward if they do yeah. both. Yeah, well, really, it is really the same thing. Like, you, you think about, like, okay, I need to, like, I need to make a journey outside of my routine. And you kind of lump, like, what you're doing now is really mundane and boring. And you, there's a tendency to think, like, there's a really exciting path out there for me. And there is. Yeah. There's an infinite number of paths. Absolutely. And you're exposed to it every day. Mm -hmm. But, like, the you you have to realize that the life that you are living right now is the hero's journey. Like, you have to value what you're doing now. Even if it's just boring, it's like going to the grocery store, going to work. I work all, like, I work all the, every day. I commute two hours to work every day. My days are like 10, 11, 12 hours long. Every day. Every day. And then I get home, I fucking, I clean the dishes, put the dishes in the dishwasher, go grocery shopping, clean the shit out of the cat's litter box, and then, like, maybe if I'm lucky, like, one of those two nights, I'll hit, like, a night, like, session at a parkade or something. But really, like, that whole thing is connected, and it's exciting, and you have to, like, realize that your life is awesome, even if when it's shitty. It fucking is the hero's journey. <laughs> it is. It's and the real hero's keep, journey. We keep thinking about... Where Sorry, did I hit the desk? I don't know. Oh. I shouldn't. We should have just let Yeah, your life is the hero's dream. But that's very hard to remember because we want everything now. We want instant yeah. results. That's what in, we want. In a lot of things, I'm still... I live in the Western world. There's the internet. We get so many things right away. I want instant results sometimes out of life. And then there's that craving for adventures and journeys and things like that. But it's the way that you navigate your current situation yeah you can fit into a traditional kind of role in society but then you can have a hero's journey within that and i think that's a yeah. great place to be that's the place because to strive for clark kent had to wear the fucking suit and the tie yep. and the glasses but when he ripped that shit open and he was superman no one even knew like that's that's a great part about superman like lois lane obviously the the love of your life or whatever is gonna know Maybe a little bit of that person. Did she know that he was Superman, though? Yeah, she did. Did she? Yeah. Okay, I don't know much about... There's always, like, there's always the symbol of, like, a, like a female love is great, because it's, like, they know who it is, or they yeah. kind of know, but they don't know, and it's, it was a great, it's a great oh, metaphor. She was fucking of, like, Superman. Really... That must have been some good Not even fucking... that for the first while. I think they, there was just tension for the first while, where well, she... Well, a lot of tension, because he was she hiding had, something. Well, she had... And it's a great... It's a great thing about, like, the male persona, like, in a female relationship. As you get older and think about marriage and stuff like that, that Lois Lane had experiences with Superman and experiences with Clark Kent. Clark, Clark Kent, sorry. <laughs> Clark, Clark, Clark 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 Clark
where she really had valuable experiences with both people. She didn't know they were the same person and she liked both of them. Whoa. And then she kind of maybe started to put it together that they were the same person. And then that's what's really interesting about like, it's just a great, it was just a great story about females. In my opinion, that idea was really cool because in everyday life, to your girlfriend or whatever, no, even to your girlfriend, you might be, you might be, like who is this Superman once in a while? theory. Who is this Clark? My theory both is that were... my theory that in real life girls fucking hate Superman. They love Clark Kent, and they know it's the same person, but they just they hate. Well, they they are attracted at first to Superman because he's really built and he can fly, and he, she likes that. <laughs> but then after a while, it's like fuck. Why do you always have to put on that stupid cape and go be Superman? Do you realize that Lois Lane, though, could have two personalities through all of that? And we just don't know. That Lois Lane is like, if Superman's like creativity, Superman's like, you gotta go out, you gotta film once in a while, and you gotta chase the rabbit hole of like making videos or recording an album with your friends or whatever, or playing men's league hockey. If she was Superwoman, she would have no problem. She'd understand. Well, this isn't Superwoman, though. This is Lois Lane. Exactly. So Lois Lane, there could almost be two sides of her. There's, like, one that loves the idea of, like, this thing that he has to do. He has to be Superman. But she but hates it because she, she wants him, like, laying in bed with her while she goes to sleep because she's just a woman. Yeah, but you have to understand the fleeting moments that Lois Lane has with Superman are very memorable. The man yeah. that she meets when he's Superman, he can't give her a lot. But she's still a woman. Like, she is... Women are fucking crazy-ass creatures. Like, Lois Lane would love the experience that she had with Superman, but she would just... She'd kind of want him to settle down and, like, just be Clark. Like, she would want... She wouldn't want Superman going out in the middle of the night. Like... This is the thing. Come on, Superman. You're 32 years old, and you're still flying around... Hey. ...rescuing people. She's still a woman. She would have those discussions. But if she found out that Superman and Clark Kent were the same person and she thought they were different, she may have to be like, you know what? You know what? I love you, Superman. I love you, Clark Kent. I'm willing to go on this journey. And I, I have no idea. I cannot project. But I know that <laughs> by having a relationship with you or whatever, oh, Superman, that I'm in for a ride and it's not going to be normal. But you guys are so interested. Like... Clark Kent and Superman. Oh, she wouldn't be able to resist. I mean, <laughs> fucking Superman, and he can, like, pretend to be a normal guy? Come on. He, of, of course he's scoring Lois Lane. But there would be a lot of resentment. I mean, there would be a lot of... Because, like, she's a woman. And, like, if you're not going to put her first, why aren't you putting her first? Yeah. I mean, there's going to be an issue. I'm not saying that it would end. I think it might, it would last, but there would be a lot of hardships that they would have to go through. There'd be a lot of like, listen, babe, like I am Superman. There's no one else in this planet that can fly. I'm the only one. So I'm sorry if I can't stay here and like watch fucking housewives with you. I have to bounce. I have people to save. I got to fly around and be fucking Superman. (laughs) She'd be like, fine, just go. I'm not mad. I'm not mad. I know. I know. You're Superman. Just go. What a great fucking story. No wonder it was like, I'm not a huge Quentin Tarantino fan. I love him. Like, I'm entertained by him. It was very smart that he took the mythology of Superman and injected it into the end of Kill Bill 2. 
Isn't there like a long monologue about Superman when he she finally comes to see Bill, and instead of like a battle, it's like a very tense scene where she puts her kid to bed, and he makes her a drink, and he talks about Superman for a really long period of time. Those are good movies. Really? Sorry, good. I won't get into oh, that. Oh man, the Kill Kill Bill trilogy is amazing. Isn't it just two movies? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's it. They're making apparently they're making who knows. Man, apparently. yeah, they're amazing. They're really, really good. They are really good. <laughs> they are really good. Superman, though, so do you think that Superman's kind of a metaphor for the male persona that there's always going to be that thing if you're a guy, you have to be maybe the quiet person who just wants to do right and has a job needs to do what it's a brilliant metaphor. It's really intelligent and deep, and it's like an observation that there's a lot of people out there like that, that are kind of living like these double lives where... If you were a star athlete, and you needed to have a relationship with a woman as a, like a regular person, but you were a star athlete, how, like, the idea of like trying to figure out how to manage that relationship... Hmm. It's crazy. Superman. Jesus. Okay, so Tom, what were you going to say? Well, I'll do the setup after this. Uh, Not the setup. Did you... (laughs) What a man, what a man, what a man, what a man. You you can grab another one if you want. I can entertain everyone, but I'm talking about I think that I'm... I'm not even done mine. I'm... Todd and I, I, uh, Jesus, what number is this? <laughs> Where am I? One. Boy, I took the nicest shit today. It was an S. It was a bold, like if there's a text, you click on bold, like it was a bold S. It said shit. Like, it was... It was one of the... It was actually maybe the best shit I have ever taken. <laughs> and there was, like... It was an S with, like, a bunch of deposits, like, after the fact. Like, I broke into a new dimension of shit. Like, it was a different color of, like, little drops afterwards. <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> oh, sorry. Just all my drink there. And I had one of those the other day. Here's the setting. I'll try and tell the shortest version. We had a really... We started filming for Mushroom Blading Volume 7 today. And the shit was hot. We had a very... We're talking about, like, we arrived to where we wanted to film. And me, personally, deep down inside, I didn't know. I didn't know if I was ready. Because coming into this weekend, I knew Todd was coming up. He wanted to make an edit or, like, film some shit. And I get... Weird about filming another video. I was weird about this. But we get to the spot, and we had a great session. And I did not expect this. I had very low expectations. We get to the second spot. Todd had to poo very badly. And then, like any good hero's journey, this may be the theme, unofficially. This is probably where, if we'll go full circle, we'll come back to this a bunch of times. There, he needed to poo. Yep. Needed to happen. We're in an area where, like, 
public washrooms would be difficult. We thought there would be one, and then you tried to go for another. You were gone for a long period of time. But the I original, ran. I was like jogging. The original I went door far away. that you checked, the original door was open the whole time, and you you just didn't. Well, not that exact door. Like there was a series. There was like twelve different. This doors. is the and thing I did only though about the one. hero's journey is that you needed to go through the journey yeah. or have someone to help you because I was like the yeah. person to give you the advice that I was like, well, I was skating around here. And I saw people open this door, so you can get in the building, but that was only after you looked for a washroom. But maybe if you had met someone before that who told you it was the right door, you may have gone on a different journey. Yeah, the ship might have not have been as good. But the, because maybe it was so good because I ran like a really far distance the, across that whole park. Yeah, and the then point all of the, the story, back. which I have, to get, I have to get much better at my storytelling, I get stuck on small details. There may be something there where Todd had a very good session and then he looked for bathrooms and went on a journey and then finally got to have the bath. There's something about like what he may have put his body and mind through that like he took this massive poo. I didn't know at the moment. I saw him though when he came up, when you came back, he looked like an entirely different person. The look on your face, you were different. Yeah. You take some of these poos sometimes that you've been waiting for, for a long period of time. You, you have just extracted like a big pile of meaningless trash. plop. Yeah, total trash. Like it's not helping you in any way. You're just carrying that along. And then you ditch that and you're like, whoa. I find winter, like winter especially, I was saying earlier today, my, some of my eating habits and things like that, and I, I don't exercise enough because you could do all the fucking... I talk about yoga on the podcast. You can do all the yoga that you want in the world. You're not going to be in shape. You got to do cardio. Yep. You got to go skate park. You got to go for a bike ride, or you got to go for a skate or a hike. Like you got to do other stuff. Yeah. You could be so backed up and do all the yoga. Like you got to poop. You got to have the big poop. Shit. And when you're really in shape, I found when you're like fucking in good shape, like exercising a lot, you should be taking massive poops pretty much every day. Yeah. Every day, taking a massive poop. And yeah. it does wonders for your life. Oh, Because, yeah. like, being backed up is almost just... It's almost a crazy metaphor that your body's giving you about you as a person. Yep. Because after you have those poos, you were a different person. I've had poos like that, where it's like, okay, now we can get somewhere. Like, yeah. I've been, I didn't know that this was a problem, but apparently, like... Always like before the poo too. I've had, <laughs> I've had times where like before the poo, I'm like feeling really creative and I, f I feel pretty good. And then like the poo happens, and I'm like, what? Oh shit! I've been like I was supposed to do this for like a couple of days or whatever. Like you may have taken poos before that, but they weren't nearly as good as that. Yeah. It was all leading up to that one. How you said like you got into another dimension. You did the S, and then there was the little ones. I've had those before. It was amazing. I, something interesting that I just thought of is like sometimes on my lunch break like my lunch break is right by Opus on Granville Island and I'll just walk over to Opus and just like look at art supplies on my on my break Opus? and Opus it's over by Emily Carr Art School oh you might have heard of it over on Granville <laughs> Island but I'll just walk over there like just I, I, I just want to go for a walk it's really important to just like yeah. When you're sitting all day, just go for a walk at lunch. But I'll walk to the Opus, and the number of times, like the percentage of times that I've shit while at Opus 
is really high. I really? would say it's like 80%. Like 80% of so the time that I walk in there, it's something to do with walking and then getting there and I'll look around for a little bit and it's really inspiring to look at art supplies, like to look at like really nice pens and like yeah. really nice notebooks and I think like, man, like I could just write shit in this notebook. It's blank and it's something so exciting that I'm like, oh, I have to shit and I'll go and shit in the bathroom and I love shitting in that bathroom because there's like, Shit, really cool shit written all over the wall, like oh, writing, yeah, yeah, yeah. not shit, but all over the walls and like yeah. In Vancouver, I really like that about Vancouver. Artists that go there, right? Like, so they just there's a lot of that stuff in Vancouver. Yeah. I love that about Vancouver, and then I hated. I like that part, but I hated the real idea of like culture and scenes or whatever. Monica and I talked about it, and that's a good the it's one dense. Monica and I podcast. Turn out Speaking of which, but anyways. Just to show you, have Jesus you been journaling Christ. lately? Right. Have you been journaling lately? I have my own form of journaling, which just is wait. extremely inarticulate. Okay, so what? Just this wait. This is intense. Joey's showing me a massive notebook. So this is January twenty seventh, right? Yeah. January twenty seventh, and we're at so January, February, March. We're almost three months in. Yeah. So look at the journal. This is almost done. So this is three months worth. Holy I just need to show you. Fuck. I'm a different. Dude, you blew my mind. Just wait. He blew my mind when he look, showed me the look. first journal. Holy shit. And then so it takes us up. This is right He's now. showing me pages and... Like, it's a big notebook. It's, like, larger than normal If you've ever seen the movie... And it's you've just heard... filled with, like, small printing. It's, like, a massive... Have you ever seen the movie Seven? Kevin Spacey's character? How he just has journals and journals of really small printing? So the... <laughs> I'm not a crazy person. Well, I am in my own way, but like, That's it's a little bit more organizable. Yeah, it's very important to do that because if the internet was just it's like, what, what kind of stuff do you write? Like, what's in that? Well, it depends. Sometimes it's just the idea of there's so much going on that even if you're not wanting to write, just get something down as much as possible. Yeah, but that's a lot. Like, what? Is, like, there's got to be content. There. Um, there'll sometimes be notes. Like, uh, so the first, let's just see here. Why aren't so, you sending me articles like every day? Because like, I'm still like kind of newer to writing. But so Friday, January twenty seventh, twelve fifty nine p.m. So this was like just before one a.m. Like then, I'm looking at one page, and I'm estimating that reading one of these, this one page would maybe take me like two minutes or three like it's one page filled with tiny writing well and there's like there's weird so in the top right corner expand expand, a, expand 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 you oh never mind don't can't read so there's a Paul Crick telling people your opinions is like Talking about going to the bathroom. Nobody really needs to know about either one or two. <laughs> That's good. Uh, there's like a weird little decorated thing. Frames what I like. Just notes about frames. It's this one, this page specifically that we're looking at. Because this probably isn't that interesting to listen to. But it's the first page of a new notebook. And sometimes I'll just do point form. And then as quick as I can, write what comes in. So like... Um, here's one. Skating pops up more often than not, arrow. So does making videos and working on articles, etc. 
Uh, I've definitely been unhappy lately and can't exactly put my finger on why inspiration is lacking. I definitely don't like routine and life feels way too routine right now. Something personal. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, but it's a long line, right? Crazy. I have a hate... Just I have, thoughts. Here's one. You're just articulating yeah. thoughts as they come in. <laughs> that one's really funny, but it would I would only use that in a comedy routine. <laughs> Yesterday I thought, I tried masturbating over the idea of you in high school and it didn't work out. <laughs> I have a love-hate relationship with all the greatest things in life. <laughs> I really want to do more camping. I have to come up with a nickname for my wild mood swings. Like, as a thought, that's a good one to write down. Amazing, man. I have to come up with a nickname for my wild mood swings. It's a cool thing to write down. That's amazing. So, we're talking about, like, if your mind's windmilling, point. It can be art, because if it was scrawled, so if it's, like, spaced and it's kind of easy to read, but... Yeah. That's a really Who good way to do it is like just kind of single thoughts like ju that just they might not have anything to do with each other. There'll be times just things you... that have been on your mind that you have to spit out just spit it out. That's really helpful. There's Jesus. times though that you want to write like that and you can't and you have to go you have to try and like attempt to say a story or something like that. Yeah. So instead of saying like I don't feel that good today you might like, if you want to do a point form and you might start it with something like that, you might just end up making points about something related to your surroundings and it's not, there's not a lot in there. So you could maybe start like a paragraph and you'd be like, I don't feel very good today because I ate this and this and this happened. And then like, instead of point forms, it's like, you'd have to do a little paragraph, like yeah. a little story. Yeah. Or then sometimes instead of point form, it's like, well... Like, I'll make a little box, and I'll be like, there's some points here that I want to make. And then, I don't have a lot to write about, so I'm going to use my phone, and I'm going to look up some weird quotes. Or, like, what, did I watch a movie recently where I, this actor, or what band so do why I do like? So why like, do you think it's important to, like, write these things down? Well, because our brain, we have things that can extend our mental capacities, where I use my notebook in my phone, like there's stickies or whatever in your phone, and I'll write notes and things, but I find it very important just in case, just in case, if um, there was a, an electromagnetic storm or something and all the shit got erased, there would still be archives of you as a person. But right, why is it re important to be recorded at all? Like, isn't it in your head in some capacity? Um, like, there, it's it? self-reflection of the original thing. It would be that you're just the I you're um, it's the same thing as yoga or exercise. It's like you're taking a moment to hang out with yourself, and you're slowing down enough that you actually have to write something down. And you're not writing something down. You're not writing a check. You're not writing an invoice. You're not writing a note saying like I have to go here to do this. You're simply staring at a blank page, and you're taking the time to. It's something about this like our, I hate that word, but between the space of thinking the thought and putting it down, there's something between that that people, it's unnamed, and it's spending time with that. And then it brings it back to that idea of the capital self or whatever. Yeah. So when you write, 
you're doing the same thing that you want to try and do when you skate or the song that we listened to at the start where they were just making fucking sounds or whatever. It wasn't like someone's going to be like, that's not music at all. There's something about that just feeling the in-between thing. They were connected with their capital S self and not themselves. I don't know. Did that make any sense? It's like, yeah. a, it depends though. It's, for me, it's like ritual. It's like, um, not, um, I consider myself spiritual, but not religious. And then there's in spiritual traditions, there's contemplation, reflection, taking time out, looking within. Writing is just kind of like a excuse. So yeah. if you write, same thing as skating though, if like, you're not going to have a good day of writing, you're not going to have a good day of skating, you'll have a great day of writing, you'll have a great day of skating, you'll, you, if you just try and do it, if you try and have a practice, you'll learn a lot through that. Yeah. I think that's what it is. It's just a simple way of like, if you can take 15 minutes here and you try and do it as much as possible. I try not to have too long of, when I was editing a video, there was like a long string, but like that idea of just filling up books, it doesn't take that long to fill up a page at all. Kind of like, it just, um, it, um, it, uh, it, it just makes what you're thinking that much more powerful because you're spending time actually honoring each thought by like articulating in, in words and like holding a pen and moving your hand in a way that describes what you're thinking and in a way it's like really valuing your well, imagination you're printing and is... then and then making it better because you're you're challenging it and you're mm -hmm. developing it and Definitely. you're putting it on paper and allowing yourself to you're giving yourself a chance to reflect on that a lot of people like they have brilliant thoughts but they're like driving a car or they're at their job and it just comes and goes and it's done they don't honor it journaling well, no, it's that's... like a way of like you are honoring what's going on in your head you're honoring your experience and even if even if you you never read it again or if nobody reads it it's the experience of putting it on to paper definitely it forces you to think about it and 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 dig it deeper into your brain the importance of it and reflect on it yeah, yeah. biggest problem is that i write usually early in the morning or late at night and don't do a lot of midday stuff and there's a lot of valuable stuff experiences that I have are so overwhelming that I would have to write for too long about them so the best I can do is either write about how I feel in the morning or late at night or I get up and feel about how I've kind of been feeling lately but like today if I was really good at writing like going out and filming at that Femsport thing or whatever like I had an overwhelming experience that I would love to write that shit more because there's a lot in there but I can't even process I felt there so this is just me talking out loud but like I f feel like writing is very specific for one feeling and I could say more about how I felt today in visuals and sounds yeah. than I could about actually writing about it well and I spent a lot of time yeah you have to understand the tools but yes yeah. but I spend a lot of time like I feel like I do something similar. I don't, I don't, I don't write a lot. Like I write once in a while, but I won't s sit and write. I, I draw and I'm, it's like a different kind of like, 
outlet in that it's a different, I don't know, like, I'm not writing words, I'm not expressing ideas literally, I'm just, like, like, I, like I'm just moving my hand in a way that I find pleasurable, and then exp it's like a way to challenge my own, like, perceptions of what I'm doing. Your art's but it's, it's, it's you like, know what's so weird, though, is that this is what doesn't make any sense, is that technically, in our, you know, like, creative partnership over the years... Yeah. You were really fucking good at math, but you were a good performer, and then, and then in the performance way, I'm less of a good. There's something just really weird where like I should be the one who's good at drawing, but you're amazing at translating ideas into drawings and feelings. You can do it in drawing, but then I have to like write. It looks very like planned very out and mathematical like the way that that's laid out lines like yeah very and parallel then, but lines. shouldn't it be like so weird that it would seem like it would be so, the other way around yeah. i wonder yeah. if there's like <laughs> the that way that funny. i like to make videos might be like the way you may like to make i don't even there's well, it's almost be like something... we're expressing different things in different there's mediums. gotta be something mathematical in your drawings then and there's gotta yeah. be i don't even of fucking, course i think there's crazy though math because everything because I like, I do little, like I'll do, I won't, but I do little drawings and stuff, but like. I think it's like the same you way get that I write. Like I write once in a while and it's decent and you write most of the time. But, and, and once in a while I'll do a, a drawing. Yeah. I draw most of the time and once your, in a while I write. <laughs> is your sketching and your drawing in the same book? Because that's a great, yeah. I found that um, once I got a bigger notebook and there was more space, I like the idea of like, well I can sketch here write some things here. Yeah. But there's awesome, like some of the smaller notebooks that I've taken before on hikes, there's like some really good notes about, like I didn't want to take a big notebook, so I had this little one, but then I just used my phone for that. But a lot of those notes about like nature, being like super relaxed and hiking and stuff, there's some great things that you can apply to skating. Nature is technology. And technology is nature, and it's so confusing. The Earth invented humans to make machines. The Earth wants machines. Machines are of the Earth. It is. It's these machines are natural. <laughs> Don't go here. No, I they can't are. go. I can't go here. It's a. It's. It's evolution. We created it. We are the Earth. The Earth created it through us. Just did some smacking there because I had so many ideas. Why though? Like why? Yeah, because the the Earth wants it wants to create something. Like we are its art project. Like we are its. Why does a person want to make something like a mute a song or like? Look at this thing. The Earth. We are like part, we are like a microcosm of what the Earth wants. The Earth is like a man. The Earth is a man, and he's like, I'm gonna make all these people. And we're gonna play this game of like society, and we're gonna put it all together, and then they're gonna fucking make crazy machines that I can't even think of. It's brilliant. Look at this thing. We went out today on wheeled shoes, wheeled shoes, and they're only they're not super old because it's like a descendant of the roller skate, so it's not. It's not the ideal technology. We don't know what that's going to be yet. Yeah. We went out and skated on a primitive form of having wheels on your feet. The, it'll improve. 
in an and old we were ass skate park that was built an, 20 years we, ago. In an old skate park with a new camera, and we recorded it, and then we come back, and I'm staring at this fucking thing that I know is a keyboard, and it, and to me, it seems normal, but to someone who lived like 200 years ago, it's a fucking board with words and numbers on it. They, like, like it's got things that create language. It's got symbols that come up with language, and then we're staring at screens that have file folders with memories... And layers and layers, layers of things. Of we have ex- we have ideas. extensions of our mind that hold information. The amount of people that it took to make this, to make this room, the contents of this room, this computer and the screen, like we don't it even... took millions of people suffering to create what we have in front of us. Look at this tool: the mouse and the keyboard. Who? who okay, a mouse doesn't exist. Who thought of the mouse? If you think about it, like in this, in, in a way that the mouse doesn't exist, to think like, oh yeah, there'll be this thing, and you can move it around on a pad, and your movements reflect what you see on the screen. People might think like, that won't work. Like that's not intuitive at all. That's so awkward to like move something on this surface and it reflects on that surface. Like you fucking hippie, get out of here. Like that's a terrible idea. But it works so well. I never really thought. I, I told you about that today. Like sometimes I don't actually think about the names of things. The mouse. The mouse. It looks. It looks like a mouse. Little thing that Run, runs around the screen. Can well, take a little nibble into a file folder and like, yeah. Yeah, well, the, the fucked up, the really funny thing about computers is that all the terms are just based on like a physical thing. So like the folder is is based on like a piece of paper that holds contents. The hard, the hard drive. drive. <laughs> what what is a hard drive? What is speakers? Speakers. Speakers. It speaks. This machine speaks. It is head. a speaker. Head. Phones. Phones. It's like a phone on your head. Monitor. Monitor. Do you want to know a crazy one? Television programming. 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 Programs. Program. A program. A program. You program something. A program. I watched, like, I watched some television programming. 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 You're a human being. Programming. And you're watching programming. It's programming. It, That's the name. Programming. That is exactly what it is. You're downloading... You're downloading information. Programming. You're getting programmed. Who is programming you? And what are, their, what are their motives for programming you? I'll tell you what their fucking motives are. They want to sell you something. They're programming you to want what they're selling. Yeah, okay. No, that's not even the program. That's a commercial. Can we look up commercial right now? Just look up. The definition? Yeah. That's a funny word because it has a lot of different meanings. Because the other ones we... Commercial was like, who... Todd... Who came up with the... Who decided that a commercial was going to be called a commercial? Well, I think television started off as just a commercial. Oh. That was, it comes from that commerce. was the reason of television. It comes from commerce. Concerned 
with or engaged in commerce, a commercial agreement, making yeah. or intended to make profit. Yep. That's but that's funded what, by rev by funded by the revenue from broadcast. That's why all media in the first place. That's why it came about was to, sell to program people was to like make people think a certain way. The television wasn't the first television, wasn't it? Hitler. Wasn't that the first television broadcast when Hitler, he, the Germans invented television and Hitler used it to like project his message. Like he was obsessed with getting his message. Shit, I don't know that for sure. I think the first, I think so. I do know. In contact, in contact when, when the first message is sent back to them from the aliens. That movie's awesome. It's like, it's the first, they're sending it back to us. It's the first message that was sent out and they sent it back. But that was that the first television broadcast was to spread the message of killing Jews and killing handicapped people and just genocide. This is okay. This is one thing that is probably I look at my life as a triangle that I only have two pieces. There's a third that's very important. So I get to go to Vancouver and teach half an hour. To my sister's her practicum class, they're like grade nice. eleven or twelves. A, yeah. a little film unit. Cool. And people need to understand that right now, in history, what you just said about Hitler and his very first idea of like if the if this is true, I don't want to look at his first thing about like Germans invented television and he used it like as evil. Visuals, sounds, creating videos. Creating videos, if you have a basic understanding about the way that it works, you can have an idea or a feeling, something. And not every kid is going to be talented about this, but I want to talk to lots of kids and I want to tell them that you have the ability to communicate something very powerful if you want. Yeah. There's, the tools are available more than ever before. Probably more than music and more than writing. That if you... And you don't have to be good. You don't have to make a movie. You don't have to... Like, you don't have to make a music video. You can just make something that you just know that it's powerful to put these visuals and sounds together. And it might take a while. You might need to make some shit for a while, like I said. You might need to make some shit, but maybe the, the seed of the idea that you can just communicate that. And then you follow it for 10 years or 15 years or whatever. Like, follow the, this is, these are the most powerful tools. I want to fucking teach. I want to teach kids how to use these things. Because I'm still figuring out myself and with you or whatever. But there's kids who, they have it available at 12 or 13 or whatever. And, like, things that were really difficult for me to do, just, it's very hard. There's a lot of options available. There's a lot, it's a lot to take on. You don't even have to be good at editing videos or anything like that. It's, it's, you can put it up right away and you can spread an idea and there's just something there. I don't know. I don't know. So my triangle, what I, to end it, making, making role editing videos and, and following this and doing the podcast and all that stuff and then having like a career or like helping a community to create content and kind of learning about myself through that. And then the third one's always teaching. Like I go to going to the skate park yesterday with you, these these younger kids or whatever. I just 
I, when I was younger, like, I just, meeting that person, it's not like, you're not overly trying to be cool and like, hey, I got some advice for you, you should do this and do this, like, just someone who might plant, the kid might hate you or whatever, but, yeah. like, you have to be stern or, you're not a parent and you're not a friend, you're just this person that may, might teach a class or something or, I don't know what it's going to be, maybe it's not even a class, but. You just can plant a couple seeds that might get them fucking stoked to do shit. Yeah. Because I, our age, we're not our parents, and we're not the youngest kids. We're yeah. in this weird time. This is a super huge tangent, but I hope you understand what I'm saying. Like, well, I think just just, just recognizing that the it's such an it's such because an obvious thing. Do you the, realize the how power that kids well, have? We realized it really late. We always made videos or whatever, but we're just understanding now that, like, wait a minute. Like, okay, so you went to school for web design. You're interested, like, I can make videos. We started doing podcasts. We're kind of interested in writing. You can pull whatever images you want off of Google. Like, wait a minute. We could have fucking been doing this in 2000. Why didn't we think of this earlier? Like, all of this shit was available. Yep. Maybe bandwidth wouldn't be as good, but like, in our, in my mind, it's like, this was in front of our face the whole time. There was no, yeah. we had nobody older than us to be like, listen, this is what, like, you need to start a, like, podcast if it wasn't even invented. It's like, this is what you need to do. You need to record your guys' conversations and upload them. You need to do articles on things. You need to make videos. We may not even have been yeah. smart enough to be like, yeah, right, we're just going to fucking make, like, this is what we do. We make rollerblading videos. Like, this is our <laughs> thing. No, no, you need to record conversations, upload them, make articles. We'd be like, what? Like, we wouldn't, I don't, so to just plant that seed, that's the, that's yeah. the thing. It's like, if I was to ever open up, like, a, if you ever got to talk to kids, it'd be like, you live in the greatest time in human history. Yeah. And it's very hard to know exactly how to navigate it, to figure out. Because it's brand new. And no you guys are young. Parents don't and like, know. You guys are young. Like, when I was young, I don't really care. Like, I don't want to have to worry about this. It has to happen naturally. But I just want to tell you that there could be something going on right now where if you start something, I don't know yeah. what it is, I don't know what you're into, I don't know if it's going to be film related, but it's an unprecedented time to do something, to start it, to follow it for a little while. You have the ability to do whatever you want to do. It's there for you, the tools and are there. The whatever you want to do is this wide Spectrum. And you might not, not even know what you want to do until you start doing something that leads to it. But these you just have, have to the keep doing it. Yeah. It's all there. A fucking blog. I just started a blog. We're in March. I've only had a blog for a year. Yeah. It's a very important outlet apart from writing. So why I started a blog, this is the fucking thing. Like I almost should list this shit off when, when I talk to these kids, but like, the reason I started a blog is it's like, I would send you stuff or send my sister stuff. Like I would send you guys links and it's like, wait a minute, this is just shit that I really like. I'm like, why don't I just put it in one place? Yeah. I just put stuff that I like in one place. That's my blog. Yeah. I can't paste links to things into my notebook 
but my notebook has valuable like there's infinite outlets right now and it's crazy not infinite you can, but it's like you can you can create this record for yourself mm. but not only can you see it the entire world can see it it's like you are adding to this database of humanity and everyone yeah. is journaling on this in the same sketchbook and it's just there it's there for anyone who is looking for some inspiration and or like it has power but what you were saying like the 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 what you were saying was so obvious about the power that kids have and and how they can you the power that they have in in, in in making stuff but they don't realize it it's like, very people don't that's well, the that's the that is the what we should be striving for is to recognize how awesome things are and the power that we have because kids they say, oh you made a YouTube video and oh you got videos on YouTube and just, I, I saw some videos on YouTube and oh my buddy made a video a skateboarding video on YouTube and but did they, they need to it's um, very they take it for granted this is well, the world they were born incredibly overwhelming incredibly overwhelming if, if you're so lucky because you have lived in a different world you lived in a world without the internet you know how crazy the internet is they don't because they were born into it it's just there it's yeah. just a fact of life it's not exciting to them at all yeah it's just it's as, it's as mundane as the library it's like this us is going to the library that's exactly what it is they just think oh it's there you know whatever how excited were we by the library Libraries. A fucking building where there's books on any subject. We should have, when we were young, we should have been like, holy fuck, we should go to that building. We didn't, though. And take they tried time. to we instill didn't. it to us. Yeah, it was like, oh, whatever. They they tried to instill it. There were people that were really enthusiastic about books. Like, you guys, you guys need to go read these books. There's a place. It's the same shit with the internet with us. Yeah. We realize, like, you guys it have moves. so much power. It and they're moves. like, yeah, it moves. Wait yeah. up. This is a great thing. It moves way too fast now to establish those systems. It moves faster than it ever has. I love the speed that it's moving. I want it to go faster. For a lot of people, it fucking fucks is. them over. It it's fucking going. Is whether you going want it or not, fast. it's going to go faster and faster and faster for the rest of our lives. It's not going to slow down. It's going to go exponentially faster. We, this is an unprecedented time where like humans can communicate with each other in a way that they never could before. There are more people on the planet now than have, than have ever lived in the history of humanity. You said. And they're all communicating with each other. The shit that we're making is so like, this is the tip of the iceberg. <laughs> Well, it's what, what, the tip of the iceberg gets higher, the tip melts and we all float. Even, as soon as I said that, I was like, what is the tip of the iceberg? I don't know. That is it's funny because... It's the beginning. Every once in a while, I'll throw one of those out and he'll be like, should we repeat what I just said? And I have all these mean? dumb sayings that I just, they're pretty <laughs> like... That's the tip of the iceberg. What is the tip of well, the, the iceberg? Well, the tip of the iceberg, technically would have been what put down the Titanic in my opinion the, so we're talking was, about no that was like the crash of the ice they ran into an iceberg but just imagine so here's my interpretation alright hear me out big fucking boat polishing brass on the Titanic right that's yeah. a saying where 
oh man, look at what we built up. This is great. Let's awesome. fucking hang out on the biggest boat of all time. Let's, let's fucking clean go this away thing. from the world. Let's make it look good. Let's be on this fucking boat called the Titanic, and it's awesome. All the right? best people polishing brass. Here we are. Yeah, me and all us. like all of us were polishing brass on the Titanic. Ooh. Then there's this fucking iceberg, and it has a tip. Who knows? This is just mine. There's a tip of the iceberg. This probably won't even be, but it fucking puts the Titanic down. The Titanic the tip of the crashes ice, into The it? tip of the iceberg is the highest point that was bigger than the Titanic Sinks and put it down. The ocean. The tip, of, the tip of the iceberg, though, on top of that, is something that there's an iceberg in the ocean. You see a tip floating at the top, and then there's an ocean that has no bottom. So the tip of the iceberg is higher than the ocean even knows. So... This, here we go. Then we get into the universe. I'm sorry, Todd. I'm going to get even deeper here. So, on podcasts, we've talked about how deep the ocean is, right? The tip of the iceberg that's floating in the ocean, the bottom of the iceberg may be related to the bottom of the ocean. The tip of the iceberg doesn't even know what's at the top. It might know the bottom of the ocean because we're on a planet. But the tip of the iceberg doesn't know... If it knows the bottom of the ocean... What's above the tip of the iceberg? It doesn't know. What is that? That's the thing. Its whole world is just the That's bottom the of the thing ocean. that is between having an idea and doing it, wanting to write something, writing it down. It's the space between. It's there. That's the it's thing. a part of you. Well, it's like people try and call it God. That's what it is. That's it. That's it. You can grab it for a little bit. You might grab it. It's related to yourself with a capital S. Yeah. It's what inspires the hero's journey. When you want to go on the hero's... The hero's journey is your greatest moments in the hero's journey. You're fucking connected to the saying of the tip of the iceberg. Does that make sense? The tip of the... what On a lot of different levels. That It's everything. The tip of the iceberg is everything. Because the tip of the iceberg is what we don't know. Well, I think I view it as like the tip of the iceberg is what you know, and you are just the it's tip. It's above. Yeah, it's... Oh, sorry. The t- massive... The tip, of, yeah. the tip of the iceberg is... So the iceberg is all of your experiences, and it started at this little thing that's at like the bottom of the ocean. The bottom of the ocean, we don't know. This is where you came from. Yeah. What was it? Uh... Tonight we were at a house where he was like, yeah, it's actually from 1973. And I was like, 73, that was a good year. And then in my head I was like, that was nine years before I was born. So like, how far in the ocean was I? I don't even know if there's a bottom. Who fucking even knows? Who even knows if 73 So let's just say I was born, that's the bottom of the iceberg. And then so there's this thing that makes it up. And then so you're right. There's like the thick part of the iceberg that's right on the... The thickest part of the iceberg is on the surface... Or there might be, like, just below the surface. The tip of the iceberg is, like, the, the thing that can reach the furthest above the ocean surface. If there's an iceberg. The tip of the iceberg is the closest to whatever it doesn't know. Well, there's multiple tips. There's the tip on the top. There's the tip on the bottom. No, well, the tip on the bottom only has a connection with the deepest part of the ocean. If we're talking yeah. about icebergs. Maybe that's where we are. Everyone's on the bottom of the ocean, but they don't realize that there's this massive world like above this ocean of consciousness. Like they're, they're stuck on like, they think, okay, the bottom of the ocean, this is our world. This is our world. And they don't realize that there's like 
thousands of feet of water above them. Why don't? And then a whole world above that. Why don't people say top but of the mountain? But they do. It's the top of the mountain. Oh, sorry. Top of the mountain. Does that mean you feel really good? Well, you know, I think what the tip of the iceberg actually is, is the beginning of the tip. Like, tip is in like, oh, I'm tipping over. Like, when a, when a what? iceberg oh, shit. starts I always to thought tip, it was like... and it's a slow movement, and then all of a sudden, it's the, like, like, it's moving slowly, and then all of a sudden, like, it's erupting and moving so fast, and water's splashing everywhere, and it's really violent. It's like, oh, there's so much tip. all at once. The tip's just Jesus the beginning. It's like, so, the last however many minutes, I was talking about, like, the, it actually freezes into a tip. That reaches the closest to whatever we don't know. But the fucked up thing is, there's a lot it's of meaning the same in thing. that too. Yeah. There's a lot of meaning in that too. The tip of the iceberg. It's just like the tiny little bit of the iceberg that you're aware of. I've that's that thinking about that a is tip really what life coming is out of about. the ocean and the iceberg's fucking massive. So big, floating. and you, and you can feel it. It's a part of you. Like those ice particles are attached to you in a certain way. We but are the same. It's thing. really hard. You can't. You're the tip. You can't look. You, there's no sunlight. You're stuck at the bottom of the ocean, and you're you're just feeling yourself out. But you know something is there, and this massive, huge, thousands of feet of ice is behind you. But you're just existing. You're looking at the sand, and there's fish swimming by, and you're kind of happy in this world. And you kind of get caught up in this world. You gotta survive. You're the tip. You gotta like get get some cheddar, get some bitches, get some booze, and like enjoy yourself down there. But meanwhile, there's this massive stretch of ice, and then above that ice, there's a whole fucking world, and there's a sun, and it's bright. But you're just on the bottom of the ocean. Holy shit. <laughs> Holy shit. Holy shit. Holy shit. I'll have to cut this part out. Getting deep. Sometimes you just gotta drop some some. We're gonna we're gonna bring shit. it up now. You gotta pee. Um. What what? How are you feeling? Good. What are we feeling? Good. Still recording here. Yeah, doing it, doing it up big, man. I probably gotta pee. Yeah, I gotta pee too. We could take a break okay, for a little bit. Take a. The, the way crazy in which Marlon like, like make chaos theory. Words, I keep thinking about and you how can it's listen that to the words one that part chaos of the video like the, that just happened to be glasses were the invented by And then there was this natural made organic glasses. So that progression they could see better. They figured where out a way to carve lenses. 
that, that would make really, them really, see really They figured happen. out that there were knees. It seemed like we didn't know we were filming. People. We didn't know we were filming. And they filming. made these glasses. They, at the end, it just seemed to have some kind of in a way that it would help because you what was the see point better. of having and then a TV with a nose and and then there was this man taking a step and then each if he was to say, okay, I'm gonna make this device that sits on your nose as it went on, people would think he was fucking crazy. Like, and then there was this point where glass in a way that helps people see. And then how would you figure road. out that people there can't was a see in the first place? Road. That's a layers and layers of discovery. The <laughs> okay, no, oh, oh, this is role-playing. Okay, I'll sum it up for you. This is fucking role-playing. Tell me. Okay. People... Wait, wait. Take a breath. Take a deep breath. Tell's gonna tell me what rollerblading is, apparently. This is rollerblading. Tell me. People whose careers depend on people valuing what they did in the past. So people have built these shitty, measly, very pathetic careers based on, based on, they, and they're, they, but they have power in this thing. They have control. They own the companies and their value system is making people appreciate the past because if they appreciate the past, then they are superstars. They are legitimate to run companies. They are like the real rollerbladers, but the task of role-bidding in general is to overcome these shiny shoe-wearing, tight, collar, tied, fearful people who do not represent the soul of rollerblading, but represent the fucking poserific, lame-ass, bitch illusion of a culture that is role-bidding. They're nothing. We have to realize that... The, that we have to take them down, man. We have to fucking take them down. The people have to rise up together. We have to hold hands and we have to fucking realize that we, our numbers are high. We are strong. We are men. We can take over roleplaying. We can reclaim what roleplaying actually is. Fuck these motherfuckers. They don't know what fucking roleplaying is. We know what roleplaying is. We have the answers. We have the fucking truth. We see it from a pure perspective. These guys are fucking lying to us. And the majority of us are like, yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. But if we just realized, if everyone realized what roleplaying actually was, we could, we could join. We could join up and we could take over these motherfuckers. Everyone needs to gather at the El Toro set. We'll get 200 of us and we'll all backflip it at the same time and 200 of us will land it at the same time. Yep. And then half of the world will blow up and it'll be the half of the world that contains the enemy and then we'll just live and fucking... We'll just reinvent everything. Hey, if 200 people backflip to El Toro at the all exact at the same, same time, time and landed half of the world skates. would blow up. Probably. Yeah. 
Because it's impossible for that to happen. And then the fact that it did happen, and it was a real moment in time. Maybe half of the world would blow up. I think so. The sheer force of 200 people backflipping El Toro. Holding hands. Holding I hands. All You'd holding have, hands. Yeah. All so, towed by a car. Yeah. Or a bunch of cars. Yeah. So they're towed by a bunch of cars going like 60, 70 miles an hour. And then they all turn fakey and join hands. And then... Oh, I was thinking gainer. Oh, 200 gainer? people doing a gainer. Holy shit. Would look way cooler than a fakey backflip. I don't know. A if, gainer if, would if look so organic. It would look It would look like, you know, when a leaf gets blown, like like a leaf just gets flipped by the wind. It would be like a leaf-like shape of 200 feet. And it's kind of like way more dangerous. And like half it, of the people have never the done a gainer backflip. They're kind of depending on the skill no, of like the, a few of them that are like, okay, is, I got this. Just hold, just hold on and we're going to land thing together. beings though. It is possible. That is possible. It would take a lot of work and a lot of practice. It is possible for 200 people to do a backflip over El Toro and land it. All of it. It's possible for human beings to do that. We can do it. We have the technology. <laughs> we have the know-how. We have the expertise. We have the training. Now is the time. Now is the time! <laughs> Yeah, and then fucking roleplay and go blow. <laughs> now is the time. Okay, we just Todd and I just figured it out. Yeah, this is what we need to do. This is the we moment. Need to take all. No more competitions. No more industry. Nothing. We're yeah. gonna take all no more UFS. Fuck UFS. Yeah, no nothing. We're gonna take all the money. We're gonna invest everything in two hundred people backflipping gainer style. It's yeah. gotta be gainer because then it'll look like the leaf. But like, okay, here's my question. You've got a line of people like holding hands. So, do we have to cut the rail down? Because, like, those people who are... If you tried to do a gainer, yeah. Yeah, 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 we have you, to cut off the probably, rail, probably, right? it would just... Yeah, you'd... We have you'd, to cut it down You'd cut first. the rail. Yeah, yeah you cut yeah, the rail. you cut it off. Yeah. But it'd be, it'd be... You could have, like, a after... It'd be worth you it. could have an after show where some... You put the rail back on and some people do yeah, some... You could weld it back just, on. Or a great pre-show. You could have yeah. a great pre-show where people... Do some disasters on the rail, and then you take it out, and then the finale happens. And then the you, you remove the rail. There's a... We have to remove the rail in rollerblading. We have to remove it. Then what is left? Us. The rail is cool because... It's pretty phallic. I, I, no, no, no. The cool thing about the rail is that it should be an item that eventually, in the future, we're going to have. Todd and I were talking about today. I don't want to give away too much. We start filming Washington Blade in Volume 7. Shit. We're going to have objects and devices like our skates that can... That I... Okay, so... What I said to Todd is, like, they build mega ramps and mega rails in these setups. So it's like, why is the quarter pipe or the rail, or the ramp. Why are those the things that we exaggerate? Do you realize how many crazy things you could exaggerate yeah. and do cool stuff with? It really just comes down to the person who has the money and the resources to say, like, yeah. that's why it's like in skateboarding. It should be like, okay, you know what I want to do? I want to build a giant, like, jelly blob that someone's going to, like, do a kickflip off of or whatever and then he's gonna bounce me off of a jelly blob and then I'm gonna grind this rail and like they have m the money and the resources to build like shitty versions of these things and they have they've seen a little bit of it but like that idea of like 
taking that money and those resources and just building some weird shit. Really weird shit. You could, you, if you were so inclined, you could create a skate park just filled with these props that would evolve skating in such a wild way. You could have all the, it could be like a playground of rollerblading. All these objects, and you don't even, un, you don't totally know how people are going to use it, but people will find a way. Like you have blocks and balls and rails and pipes and sliders and little dinks that hang out uh, like above the, the ground and they're in a series and you have ropes and you have trampolines. There could be a section with trampolines. It is really funny to think it's about. It's endless. Um, there was the one thing, this is why like, um, you, did you listen to the, the unreleased Kevin Yee podcast? Yeah. The second one? Yeah. It's too bad we had some audio problems, but he is someone who I want to have on consistently because one question that I remember asking him, it was in text form or whatever, when he said, um, do you have anything to ask me in our very first interactions? And I said, what do you think rollerblading would be like if skateboarding had not existed? And one thing that I always think that's very interesting would be like, would rollerbladers have been smart enough to grind a rail or a ledge? Yeah. How long would it, how many years would have gone by until someone would have said like, okay, well, wait a minute, I can probably slide this rail. It may not have, have taken ever a, happened. Well, it may or have taken like 50 years or whatever. Yeah. So like... Just to think of that alone. So let's just say, in some alternate universe, who was it? Was it was it Mark Gonzalez? It's, it must first, have been. Must I have know been. he did the first King Trail. Mark Gonzalez. I swear did he the, did the first actual rail. Maybe I think I thought he did the first King Trail. I swear he like board slided something really short. Who knows? Um, I don't. But know, yeah. it takes someone incredibly creative because the first person to actually slide rail on a skateboard like yeah. you have to be out of your fucking mind like you have to look at the world in a very unique way to do that yeah. and then to realize that you built an entire something else BMX and soap shoes and rollerblading and scootering it all like, came, all from, came from one guy being like something that like that something like even just the first air out of a pool yeah. Like the first time that that wasn't even like that was just someone being like, you know what? I could like I'm thinking of this or whatever. So that it comes back to the question like it if skateboarding never existed, like what would rollerblading be like? Do we have this it did go didn't go this far, but it's like I think it would be way fucking better. Go on. Yeah, I've thought that too. Would anyone have thought of Grinding. Would so. skate parks have coping? Would there be skate would there parks? Be skate and if there were skate parks, would grinding be something that was built? Like, who fucking knows? Yeah, like, if, 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 if rollblading somehow, yeah, in an alternate universe, if rollblading came about where it was, like, aggressive, but there was no skate No, it wouldn't be called aggressive. It, it wouldn't be called aggressive. The, yeah, only reason it called, the only reason it got called aggressive was fucking, they had to come up with, like, a marketing term. Or just like differentiate themselves from people who just skate, but they just skate. <laughs> but, but yeah, I don't think I don't think rollerbladers would invent grinding if it wasn't for skateboarding. 
which is so funny to think about because slides like ninety percent of Seth slides would have happened. Seth slides. I don't know if they would have because the focus would have just been on rolling. That like that idea of like plastic sliding or like a grind. That's a concept that totally came from skateboarding. But I think if rollerblading was just like this own form, it would just be like grinding would come along eventually yeah. by some weirdo but for the most part like the basis of it would just be like rolling tricks it would be yeah. like tricks like rolling like all the th stuff would be like it would be maneuvering rolling like plastic slides that would Jared. be a freak thing remember that Jared Jared who I went to film school with Jared is one of those yeah, people yeah. that you meet in your life that are so far outside of what you know of human beings, but things that they say stick with you forever. There's two quotes that I always quote Jared. There's two quotes. One, he said, there is only two shots in cinematography. He said, extreme wide and extreme close up. And that is your pure emotion. And I was like, Jesus Christ. I was like, you didn't even have to take film school. It's like, you shoot the human face really close up, and you show the environment that they're in. And I was like, you could have, like, That's it. you wouldn't even have to go to film school. And like, there's a lot more to it, but like, in terms of the way he broke it down, I was like, fuck. I was like, it totally makes sense. Show a human face as close as possible. Show the environment that you're in. It's like, you can go a long way. And then the other one yeah. was like, I think I said something. He was the first person who I ever heard said that said technology's a drug. He was like, he was like, everyone talks about all these other drugs. He's like, technology is a drug. Yeah. We're hooked on technology. That wasn't it. <laughs> it was, um, I said, he had a brother or something that skateboarded and we had jokes about like, he was a, so intelligent to the point that it's too intelligent for himself. <laughs> you met Jared. Yeah, yeah. He was, he was someone who would not fit into what was happening, but was an important part of the overall equation. Yeah. He said, no matter what, whatever is going on, there is always someone who's going to take it to the limits. And that was the joke about, like, we had this joke. Yeah. That was his version of, like, so someone invented rollerblades. Nobody, there was no skateboarding, no surfing, no anything. And he's like, there is always someone who's going to take it to the limits. And it was yeah. like, he worded it in this way that was like, it was comedy and it was deeply profound. There is always someone who's going to take it to the limit. Yeah. And that's a nineties term, but we're still following whoever decided to be like, yeah, I could probably get my board outside of the pool because it's kind of like a wave I could probably get my wheels over top or the person being like I could probably slide my board and then it's like what's the rollerblading version of that we don't have it yet we yeah. don't even know what that is everything that we've done is just like based on it's these discoveries like, well it's just like fun, feeling fun it out it's like we're the younger brother man we're just the younger brother we're you know we're good you know but we just copied the older brother and we're just like wrapped up in what the older brother has done and what he like we all of our actions up until this point is just following that rabbit and you can fucking talk to arlo eisenberg and Ar arlo will fucking well he knew it he'll okay i don't know if he'll admit it but he knows in his fucking heart that his whole model his whole thing that he tried to do with role was 
basically just skateboarding. Just we turning it into skateboarding. We took everything. everything. We are a poser culture. Well, and he was... Um, he's going to get a lot of credit in if he doesn't now, like, his persona within rollerblading has actually shaped quite a lot, or sh- shifted quite a lot with this generation. It's not... You're not going to hear... You're going to hear maybe, like, John Julio or Brian Shima and, like... Arlo would be an interesting... If there was to be a mythology on skating down the road, who knows what that name's going to mean anymore. Which is why Arlo... Get on the fucking podcast. Yeah. Why is Come Arlo... on, Arlo. Contact me. Let's do it. You Arlo. Enjoy it. Who knows? You may It'll not. Be a good you time. may not listen to this at all. Get on the fucking podcast. I messaged him on Facebook. We need. He never got back to me. You messaged him too, didn't you? He didn't get back to you, did he? I messaged him when I was in California. Yeah. And I don't know how far he was. Who knows? But yeah. You know, maybe he doesn't check. We Facebook. know. We're we worth. I'm turning thirty. I'm turning 30 on April 15th. I'm turning 30 very soon. Yeah. You're going to be 30 in September. Arlo, we know. Yeah. We know you took everything from skateboarding culture. We want to talk about it. Yeah. Let's just talk. Let's just... What can, happened to you Ghost? Can, can, don't you want to... What happened? Can you... I wore a ghost hat and a ghost hoodie today, and it's not because I'm completely hanging off of your dick. I like the logos. I like the idea behind Ghost. There's no more ghosts anymore. Yeah. Let's find out what what's up. Don't, like, just, we can talk. There's no problem. Yeah, just talk. No problem. Just talk. That's it. Yeah. This is a great forum. Chris Haffey. Chris Haffey came yeah. on the podcast, and it was a fantastic podcast. Yeah. Why would you not want to come on this podcast? Yeah, let's just talk. John Julio, if you're listening, come on the yeah, podcast. come on. Adam talk. Johnson. Why don't we... We'll just talk. We're just talking. But there's nothing to be afraid of. No. There's nothing to be afraid of. It's just talking. It's just talking. We're just sharing ideas. That's it. What's going to happen? Our mind. What's what, yeah, happen? exactly. What's going to happen? What oh, is, is going to happen? <laughs> they don't know. And on top of that, can like let's just take all of like everyone just come up to Canada. Yeah, come live here. Come to Canada. It's yeah. good. Just come come to Canada. <laughs> no, we I don't. Need to... No, no, no. We don't want everyone. Oh, sorry, no. Don't, don't come up here. It sucks. No, no, no. Well, it's awesome. <laughs> no, it's not, Joey. No, no, it's not that good. It's not that good here in Canada. Don't. Yeah, it's not that good. Ah, no, don't no, come no. up it's, to it's Canada. Not good. It's not, it's not good. good. No good, no good. No. <laughs> don't come to Canada. Really, though, what are we doing here? What happened? We, even before we press record, can we tell what podcast is this? Where are we? What's happening? Like 83? 83? We're in Kamloops. We skated today and yesterday. Yeah, yeah. We filmed, we started filming for Mushroom Blading 7 today. We could have filmed yesterday, but I needed that. Yeah. I need those times. I just, I need those times to soul skate. Yeah. I mean, it was written into a Disney movie, but I'll take, I'll take it, I'll take it. What, Brink, Soul Skaters, Brink. Yeah, I'll take it. John, John, oh John, not John Elliot, not John. Uh, Jake, 
Jake Elliott. Jake Who Elliott is? was amazing. Do you want Section and Smell the Glove. I don't know if you're ready on. for this. You don't know if you're ready for this. Just make a comeback. Oh, no, I can't do it. Man. I can't do this. I if can't. all these people had just, just kept, like, I'm sure fucking Jake Elliott still thinks about skating. If he was to come, like. Oh, fuck. No, I can't do this. No. Like, I don't. Just do it. Just say yes, Joey. Just say yes. He's gay. Jake Elliott. I'm not surprised. How how do you know this? I can't say. Oh. Well, that's that's not a huge surprise. You could. His skating that that's that's interesting. His skating was very powerful, but he had like a certain style that was very like. Unique. He was an incredibly unique persona. And it was interesting that he dropped out of skating. Like, I wonder if that, like, contributed to his, like, not wanting to skate anymore. Because he probably carried, like, a really big burden. Like, he probably, it was a big secret for him that he, because oh. rollerblading was so, like, masculine and very, like, they probably, like, talk shit about gay people. It might have been, like, hard for him to be around that culture. Being More he wasn't people. keeping that secret. If, like, just, just fucking, can we all move forward? Can I yeah, not feel bad good. about saying that? Yeah. Can we all just move forward? If that's like, I don't want to feel is that bad about deal? saying that. But yeah. at the same time, if that's Lots something that I heard, whatever. If that's something that I heard yeah. that was or wasn't true, who fucking knows? Yeah. But when I heard it, I was like, I put it together and I was like, yeah, probably that could make sense. Who knows? But I don't fucking know. Yeah, it may or may yes, not be true. Well, really, whatever. Like it really this section in one nation doesn't even matter. This is the problem. It does not matter. Anybody's contribution to anything should not affect that whole, like that whole thing. Me, like my social conditioning, me not wanting to say that. But if anything, like. He wouldn't want to come on the podcast and say that himself. I don't know if it's true. I said it. But how did he even come up, Jake Elliott? Um, what was I talking about? That's a. I don't I even know. Remember. How did we get there? His, sec his section, Smell the Glove. It was really sweet. Uh, we don't even know. I don't. Whoa. We don't even know how we no, got here. It's at that time. Can you imagine though? So the one thirty-seven. We're only at one thirty. So do another half hour. Yeah. Can you imagine what 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 could we what could we say right now? But in terms of the sign that we're in, there's such a mix today that like even before you came into town yesterday or whatever, like just without even knowing anything about what I've told you, like some of the text messages that you got from me, like what was your feeling that you got from me coming into town? I... Which is like, it's a funny thing to ask, but like... Yeah. Well, there's a lot, there's, obviously that's, that's, there's such an intense question. There's a lot of different things that could come to mind, but really like where I'm at in life is coming to the like acceptance that like I'm almost 30 and you're almost 30 and we're still like so obsessed with rollerblading. 
and we see something in it and we both feel very motivated to push it and that in itself is like whoa like wait like we we're we're smart people and we're we are like we love doing this thing and there's no like it's just an interesting thing and we came to the re at like a, 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 a crazy thing that i realized tonight was you your career is video editing and my career is web development and it it's not an accident that we chose those careers like a large amount of our life a lot of our decision making is comes from this thing and i made the bold statement tonight that this is like my primary objective in life this yeah, isn't just some side thing yeah, yeah. this isn't like this isn't just a hobby even though it's not my career this is my primary objective in life. My career is just so I can put food in my well, mouth. Well, that's very important. And survive. Well, and and be, I learned a lot you from may my be, career. You'd probably be shittier at rollerblading. Yeah, probably. If you didn't yeah, have for sure. that, like, there's something about the organization of human beings in, the, in a society and having the career and stuff that's important. It forces you into things you wouldn't otherwise go into. Like, the fact that we have had to do experience all these other things it's all beneficial and the, the 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 pain of it like and there's times when you 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 wish you almost wish like you hear a lot of people talk about like oh man like rolling is like there's no money and blah 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 that but is that's a good thing that you're that's not, not that, that shouldn't be a thing money really just shelters you from other experiences the fact that there's less money and you need to you're forced to do other things to sustain yourself and then rollerblading is on the side that thing that is all a benefit yeah and to sit on a small pile of shit and say this is my pile and i'm gonna protect it with everything i have and i'm just gonna skate and i'm this is a lifestyle like to to think about the word fucking lifestyle no. like an activity that is a lifestyle that is such a negative dark fucking thing like you're telling me that your whole fucking life your whole existence is just this this is your life style what the fuck does that mean what does lifestyle mean this is something that we've actually touched on a few times that's really interesting is that so writing writing in a book writing. or whatever writing been around for a long time film uh communicating ideas with images or whatever it's like all of these things are just Things you that you learn, and for the most part, none of them are a lifestyle. We're just kind of like in this young stage of human history where we might think that they're lifestyles. We might think that they're lifestyles. All they are are just ways. They're just tools to communicate something, yeah. and we might not even know what that is. So I write, I make a movie, I make a song, I go out skating, yeah. I go surf, I go run, I lift fucking weights, I have an ultimate fighter cage match, who fucking knows. They actually, like, none of these things, if you're really into them, if you're really into them right now, and there's a whole spectacle built up around the one thing, I don't think that that is the future. I think the future is like... There, and there will be people who excel at these things, 
but the structures built up around them have to be a little bit looser. Some might fall apart, some might go up, but that whole idea of like, this is me, this is what I do, I'm giving everything to this, that's not the future. No. It'll be like, okay, I do this, 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 and this. And I don't really know where any of them are going, but just to let you know, I, I'm so much better because I do this. I can be better at this because I do this and because I do this. Well, it's just I've taught myself into a ridiculous circle. Well, there, it's constantly like, be, like feeling free to do whatever you want to do in that moment. So, like, if you think for a very long period of time, if you th if you define yourself as this person who lives this quote-unquote lifestyle of skateboarding oh, yeah, that's right. or whatever it is, lifestyle. you are just limiting your own progression because you might come on... You're taking on the baggage of that whole fucking lame-ass culture that's saying, oh, skateboarding's lame or biking's lame, rollbiking's the best shit out there or like, I don't we play are baseball. fucked, though. I don't play hockey. Oh, Do you realize I, how I fucked that we are? Blend. Did you realize how ancient even we are? By the time yeah, we become 80, course. we're going to yeah. be doing dumb fucking shit that our parents did to us. Where we have no... I don't think so. I hope we have an understanding. But it like where it's like, I want to have an understanding of the generation. We will. we will. I be really a, hope. And we will be nothing like, like the old people. No, but this is yeah. the problem though. Like, What's going to happen though? Like, So let's just say, there's people older than us and they start retiring and dying off. And then there's our generation, and we haven't figured it out, and we have debt, but there's... And then there's younger kids under us who are going to be lazier and more like, well, there was this many options when you were alive, how many options are there now, but people... Like, where is it going to go? That's a good question. I, where I live as is long it going to go? see because, like, where it's going to go. I think it'll, it'll be fascinating to be... 80 and watching like the things that are happening in the world the things that like young the movements and the new like what is the new shit gonna be in 2020 or 2030 this is what is the, the Facebook thing, though, I mean, Facebook is such it has changed our whole fucking life or that idea of a social network and, and that idea so is only 50, like four, 50. four years old it's five so years 50, old 50 50 it's like it's so terrible and it's so awesome at the same time the fact that everyone can can communicate and we can communicate with people like that if Facebook has changed our reality so much and mostly it's for good it really is it really mostly is. for good and well, for, it's like a, the, for a the, lot of people the, it's bad but in general yeah. like in general for the human race it is a really good thing and it's gonna con or, it's getting closer to what I said like uh, I do believe in transparency that idea of transparency. Everyone knows what everyone's thinking, everyone's secrets, everything, all the time. Can we move forward now? There's no secrets. Everyone knows everything. Everyone has to talk about it, get over it. Some people won't, some people will. You know what would be amazing? If, if something came along, if a technology came along where there was a thing, okay, you guys can be totally honest with everyone in the world and everyone else in that world, you can see exactly what they're feeling and it is total transparency. You know whatever you want to know about them, you know instantly. 
but you have to come into this world and separate yourself from the current world. So like half of like half of the human race will be really excited about that thought, like complete transparency. They'll see like this is the way to go. This is like, going to be awesome. We have to do this. And they'll tap into it. Yeah. And then the other half, the people who are fearful of being shown totally transparent and of people who view that as being like totally evil, that'll split the world in half. And basically, it is. it'll be a filter of the conscious people, the people who are are on the fucking you have to understand frequency. that they're conscious people. There's some people that are, they're not going to make it through. There's there's going to be a lot of shit that happens if 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 you make commitment to knowing everything. They will understand. Well, there's going to be violence from that world. There'll be another. Future. There's a lot of little things that are going to ha- like. They won't be ready for it. We're there's just a lot we're, of idealistic. We're, we're, we're talking about a world that, that think they want that, and then they go through, and they're like, "Wait a minute." This isn't what I expected. You have to be ready. I liked the idea to of it. deal with. If you know everything, you have to be ready to talk. You have to be ready to like. You don't even need to talk. No, well, well, if you understand, there's, it's tough. That the whole thing's tough, but like you have to under, you have to have that empathy where it's like if you were to hear everything, ever about everything you with can't everyone that you know about, you can't yeah. get angry about and you need to know that like the people that are in your life you just got to talk it through and then there will for the most part it would be like well it makes sense because it's like this is where we're going where we grew up in this time yeah. and we're kind of like this is where we were here we are now we decided to be transparent it's like well what can we do about this? Like, let's talk about this. Like what's there would be. Yeah. I think like the first couple of years in that dimension would be people, hell. There would a lot it, of people, it'd be chaos. Like a lot of arguing fights, not necessarily like, deaths or anything, but in terms of murder, like, there'd be murder. There'd be a people little bit, would but kill like, each other. Cause they'd be so angry. It'd be very important. This is where it's like, it comes in where it's like writing, yoga, exercise. It'd be like that time we talked about it today. It was like, talked about it in the car where it's like for me the importance of time and space in a, in in a era where it's like things are now and all the time and moving really quickly like if you're emotional about something and I'm a very do you know me as a patient person I've been called patient I don't know if you hmm. know me as a patient person but I've been called patient before no I wouldn't describe you as patient you but you know me very well so I've been described as patient and, um, the older I get, the more I realize the importance of allowing time and space with your emotions that there's sometimes where, you know, in the moment where it's like, I'm fucking emotional right now. I'm just going to do it. Yeah. And then there's other times where it's like, and it's, it's more about like the male female. Where it's like, I can't articulate myself right now. I just have to hold on to it, wait it out. And then it'll work itself out. It's like there's all these layers to being a human. There's all these layers of emotion. And the older that you get, and there's the internet and our phones and just like practical hardware things about like cleaning and managing and like yeah. And then you're trying to like <laughs> you're trying to do the right thing and figure it out. But there's like there's Facebook and there's television and there's magazines and there's 
previous relationships on both sides, and there's parental whatever built up, constructs and siblings, and there's like all of these things built on top of all of this, and you're just trying to like, you know, like, well, this, yeah, I know this about this, and I know this about this, and I'm trying to like do the right thing, and I have like, I gotta do this, lose my career, my job, and it's like, it's tough. Yeah. And it's not, I, I feel very lucky. My position, your position, it's, it's very like the position that I'm in, I feel very lucky all the time like and I try and say that as much as possible where it's like yeah. it's very complicated if you were to be like a male dating females and trying to like be into rollerblading and have a career and like shit I feel like you gotta have that person that can call you on your shit and help thrust you forward somehow yeah, I don't even just know how it kind of that force you into like a different pattern of thinking. Otherwise, you'll just drive yourself mad. You'll go, you'll just go out into the ocean, and you won't be able to see land anymore. You'll be out in the ocean. Hey, there might be something pretty cool out there. You gotta come back though. You gotta, yeah. You, you gotta have the option when you as a human being. Land. You fucking have the option being lost in the ocean but I really feel like that's not where things are going you're protected you're in a bubble of sorts and there's no one that can fuck with you mm. but you can't walk around you can't do you really you're stuck on a boat no it's the, and it might not even be a boat but do you realize how many people we look up to musicians and filmmakers and stuff that are just like self-destructive like we look up to punk rock and roll icons who are just fucked up personalities that like yeah. why don't we have more people who are like well I can make good stuff but I also have a decent personal life and like I, I don't like that idea of and you didn't go here at all I just our generation is lucky we watch all these documentaries on these talented people where it's like well what if it was like what if they did make 10 shitty albums for 10 years and then made an amazing album and like why why do people have to kill themselves or die or like be a fucking punk rocker or like oh rock and roll man sex drugs and rock and roll I fucking died but like I would <laughs> much rather listen to or not even listen like who knows maybe I wasn't a fan of this artist but like much rather them release 10 terrible albums and for them to be alive yeah. if they yeah. are like 70 or 80 yeah and they're like oh my god i stayed alive for this long maybe i don't want to play music anymore maybe i want to make a 3d movie with surround sound yeah where yeah. like who and i want to make a website like david lynch is great for that can you imagine david lynch is someone where when i was younger i was like jesus christ this guy must take so many drugs and then you start listening to david lynch talk drugs they damage the nervous system and like he's all he's all about the ocean he's like you want to go fishing like how when you meditate how deep do you want to go you get a big fish or a little fish and like that guy's he loves coffee he's, i think he smokes a lot but if david lynch only made a racer head and not blue velvet not Mulholland yeah. drive what would you what would 
Jimi Hendrix had made. Would Janis Joplin, if Janis Joplin yeah. was, if Janis Joplin was like, how old would she be right now, like 50 or 60? She would have made some terrible albums. She would, like, her Coke era in the, in the 80s or whatever, just like, her Coke albums, and then the 90s where it was like, grunge was popular, and like, you have to go through that, like Janis Joplin made. But then 2000s, maybe she like, got like, oh, electronics, or whatever. Or like, Jimi Hendrix, like, oh, well, I had a really bad run for 20 years, but I'm still alive. Like, it's pretty cool to be alive right now. I made some shitty, like, people are like, oh, man, the stuff you made in the 60s when you were in acid and shit. Like, maybe you had, like, a f few marriages over 30 years or whatever. Like, yeah. oh, that marriage or whatever. Like, this album's about, like, how ha I was happy and I was married. Like, who fucking knows? Just to... The idea of like being alive, making it through—it's kind of rare how how rare that or it's weird how Michael rare Jackson that to listen yeah. to a Michael Jackson album when he was seventy. How yeah, it could be the idea of like these people. Sorry, I'm going to cut you off once more, but the idea of these people growing up in any type of industry and like to hear like the art album or like let's just say Michael Jackson. Yeah, decides, doesn't die from, what was it, prescription medication, apparently, whatever yeah. it was. Let's just say, his whole idea of, like, he has people in his life where it's like, listen, start a podcast, be honest about some shit, um, make some shitty albums, make five shitty albums. Yeah, make shit. Like, um, start, start, start having shit. some relationships with some of these younger musicians, like, make a fucking yeah. album with Andrew W.K. or Junior Boys, or... Sleigh Bells, or whoever yeah. is, like, or Grizzly Bear, like, Gri Michael Jackson guests, like, expand your world. We live in a time where any one of these artists would be like, Jesus Christ, Michael Jackson just emailed me. And, like, to know that some of these people have died because they've grown up in some kind of some crazy industry construct that has yeah. driven them crazy. And that doesn't exist anymore. Well, yeah, we can do whatever we want. And then, yeah. then to bring it back... Hero's journey, the younger generation. It's so open. Yeah. And it can be. It can go. You can evolve in it and do different. Like it used to be, really like the people who who did something and then kept doing it were people who were like supported by this like big industry. And you made your mark by doing something, and then it was like okay, we expect this from you and you need to keep doing what you first did. You need to keep doing that and banging out the hits so that we can make... You can't just go out and Can I play experiment. a video? This is going to be... Um, I'm going to play it again because I played it in the Monica podcast, but right now I'm going to play you a video that I played in the Monica podcast <laughs> that I wanted to sample so badly. Do you see Henry Rollins here? Klaus Kinski. Roller skating, Terry Fox. Henry Rollins we need right now. Henry? Henry Rollins? I don't see him. Oh, here we go. Sorry. So, you just listened to us. What, what, if I ever have a comedy act, you can seal this now. Anytime you're on the phone with someone or you're listening to a podcast where someone's looking for something, they'll be like, Henry Rollins, do 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 do. 
Like, you have to make sound to let people know that you're looking for something online. Like, hmm. It's like, do you have change for a dollar? Got it. So, this is on this. I'm sure you've had the experience of watching television and snapping to attention when you hear a familiar song by one of your favorite small of fame bands as the backdrop for an automobile commercial. Perhaps you've thought to yourself, that is so fucking weak. What a bunch of sellouts. I hate their guts. I get letters from people expressing their outrage that they heard the music of the Stooges, the Ramones, the Buzzcocks, or the Fall in an ad, and I understand their anger and sense of loss as they figure yet another one of their well-kept secrets has just become part of the corporate structure, and the band is nothing more than the lapdogs of the man, the very man they are supposed to be sticking it to in every waking moment. <laughs> These bands are not being co-opted or selling out at all. Selling out is when you make the record you're told to make instead of the one you want to make. I wonder if it ever occurred to these people that the reason the music of these interesting and alternative bands is being recruited is because their fans are now the ones calling the shots. In other words, we have arrived. Of course the ad is trying to sell you something and by using a band you like, attempting to gain your confidence by exploiting the band's integrity for a commercial end. Wow. So what? You're not a fucking moron, are you? You see through that, don't you? What would you rather hear? Iggy and the teddy bears doing I'm a punk rocker in a car ad or enduring some generic background music? I thought so. Do you have any idea what some of these bands went through to make that music? The fact that there might be some money for them all these years later is great. You think that paycheck is in any way a slight to their integrity? Are you fucking kidding me? Pay them. Pay them double. Pay them now. Yeah. It's about fucking time. That was amazing. Wow. Holy shit. So... He's talking about, like, people who fucking suck it out for, like, 10, 15, 20 years pre-internet. Yeah. People who played fucking shows in shitty-ass bars. People who believed in it before yeah. they even Broke. knew there was an audience. Living in shitholes. They fucking did it for a long period of time. Yeah. I just love that monologue. I think it's great. That is really good. Like, you're not a fucking moron, are you? Like, we want things to complain about. Yeah. As humans. We want to complain about dumb shit. Yeah. When in the end, it's like, he comes from a place of like, I was, like, being in a band who was constantly playing shows, putting out records, pre-internet, it's like, the, like, it's fine. Like, I, I call him, there's the Nardware interview that he does, and I was like, he's an ancient, angry man. He's probably like 30 years old. Do you realize how much angrier you'd be if you were 30 years older right now? To know what you had gone through if you were interested in something? Like, the anger that... But he was so right. But how many people are going to hear that and apply that to what they're doing currently? Yeah. Like, it, the, the, you have to know how to apply that to what you're doing. It's like... He had a really great point about that whole idea of, like, if anyone ever was to ask you about, like, I want to pay you money to do this, and you had been focusing on something for 20 years or whatever, it's not selling out. No. You've 
black. It's selling out if you if you if you change what you're the, the, doing. The, sorry, that, that's, yeah, that's what right. That the original inspiration of why I wanted to play that is where it's like, if you ever get to a point in your life where it's like, you guys, um, so. I'm the producer now, and for Mushroom Thing Volume 9, you know, like, we want a little bit, we want some dogs, and um, there's a record contract that we have with Geffen where we need at least, we just want one Black Eyed Peas song and Katy Perry's <laughs> new song, it just needs, we need an outro where you guys do a little dance number on your skates, you can do whatever you want for the first, or sorry, for the first five minutes and for the, for the last five minutes. Because I'm a producer, I've worked a long time in this industry, I just, for numbers and everything, and for the trailer, you know... Fuck. Yeah. That's like, the the thing that he says, like... That's something, yeah. Making yeah. the record that they want you to make instead of what you want to make. Yeah. We live in a time where you can make exactly what you want to make. Yeah. And that's what you should be making. And the shock video... That's what's going to make you more successful. I understand that people... It's like, the shock video, it's fine. You don't have to watch the shock video. But the shock video is the greatest example of... Those fucking guys made a video. Nobody is going to watch that video. But if you do watch that video, you're probably going to remember like a couple things from it that they made that video from a place of, like, there's no brands attached. It's called the shock video. It's got big red text. It has, like, some incredibly offensive things yeah. where if that was um, a snowboarding... There's, like, there's a possibility that if it was thrust into the mainstream, there's a couple... Someone got stomped out and died in that video or whatever. It's, like, you can put that in a relevant video. Well, it exactly. Not, like, it wouldn't be in a skateboarding or, or snowboarding video because the people making those videos are There's they're making industry. them for a certain reason. There's no one in skateboarding or snowboarding that are, is like 30 years old that is just making something for the sake of making something. I mean, there may be, but chances are they are that age still doing it because there's like someone feeding them. If there's and they are aiming to please that. Yeah. And, and they wouldn't put like such controversial shit. Something that's very... Did you have a second point? No. Something that's incredibly important to know about right now is everything that is made within rollerblading it could go nowhere could go nowhere yeah. this could dissipate into nothing yeah there's a good chance that it won't that it may actually slowly ever so slightly being going it's going upward because like you said there's a lot of intelligent people I consider myself a smart person you as my friend and some of our friends very very intelligent people we're not stupid we're not just going to follow this for no reason yeah. there is some kind of upward thing even if even if in the next 20 years if nothing happens keep yourself in shape don't go too far off the map try and keep it together if the world doesn't end keep making stuff we're on a good trajectory. The yeah. shock video, you can't make that video all the time, but the people who made that video can keep making videos every once in a while and like yeah. we can all it doesn't matter. Like even if you even if you have a wife and kids or whatever, like you can we can all make it happen. We can all yep. figure this shit out. We're all 
we're all on some kind of strange trajectory somewhere, somewhere, and and it's worse to not do it than to do it. Yeah. We're all doing it. It doesn't fit, but it's going somewhere. Yeah. We don't know where. But it's... It's, 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 it's happening, too. Yeah. It's happening. Yeah. We might not even keep be, making stuff. Be able to much, see hey? all the ways that it is happening, but there's so much happening that we aren't aware of. It's all it's all happening. Everything is happening. Like, fuck. Really? We've made okay. So, you and I sitting in this room, and we have friends as well. Under Canadian skies. Illusion. Okay, buddy. Or oh, sorry. Under Canadian Skies, Illusion. How to be unpopular. Okay, buddy. Cirque du Soleil. Better than baseball. Mushroom planning. One. Mushroom planning. Two. Mushroom planning. Three. Mushroom planning. Four. Mushroom planning. Five, which is coming out. Mushroom planning. Six, which is two volumes. Thirteen videos. And a series of edits. And we do not know. We really don't. We're following something. We live in Canada. We're fans of having wheels on your feet. We're following it. This is nothing. This is just, this is just the beginning. Do you realize how, like, even if we, let's just say, like, the, the output for our careers goes up, I will find a way. You will find a way. Yep. If we have one day off, We'll make a fucking video, we'll put it online. Yep. 24 hours in a year. Let's just say yep. the world goes to shit. Well, you know what? This is what's... We'll still do podcasts. We'll still find a way to, like, take that time. We live in 2012. If the world completely goes to shit, we really have to up our work ethic. Yep. It's not going to be hard to do podcasts. Let's just say you can only make one video a year and you only have a few hours. Just one holiday. That's it. In 2020. Well, you only have this much time to make a video. We keep making videos. Yep. So by the time you decide to make that video, you're going to be ready to make something to communicate with other people. Does it become less about the... the you don't want to entertain. You just want to communicate something. That's not, that, isn't that like the end of it all? Like You just want to communicate a feeling. That's it. Some com some feeling of freedom, creativity. What, what does is that? It? What does that? What does it look like in twenty thirteen or twenty thirty? What does the video that you make in twenty thirty look like? We sitting here right now. We have we can't. It's yeah. unimaginable. It's unimaginable. What? When we made a video in 2000, what would we have thought of a video that got released in 2012? We didn't like Andy Cruz's skating. Yeah. You change. Yeah. As a human being. You understand things as you get older. In a different way. Everything, it's all context. Things look different every, like... 
your 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 the lens at which you view the world just changes dramatically over time. When we're fifty, how will we look at rollerblading? We, I that is like if we are still making videos when we're fifty, what will those videos look like? We have to figure out a way to. What will our skating look like? Will it even be real? Will it be simulated? could be simulated. It could be in the Matrix. We perform things in the Matrix that get filmed and then we can document them. And then the idea of that we actually grew up in a time where we, we have the experience of like having to put our bodies through it. It's too much. Really. We're like... The, the idea of like video games being popular, people escaping into those worlds and not really it's like we, we do that same thing. We escape into this world, but we are actually doing it. We are actually the player in the game that we're playing. Like people go home and play video games and they're, they're, they're like performing these things that they wouldn't be able to do in, in real life. They're like executing these, these things and like it's things that they want to do, but they could never do in a normal existence. That's what we do on skates. We put the skates on and we become these characters in this game where reality changes dramatically but we're actually doing that we're not just pressing buttons our bodies are performing that well shit. The, the most important thing that you can do when you go out skating is to do things that uh, that you could not push buttons to do so i would be very impressed today I would I would give you props. Well, I, would, yeah. I, I would if you did a fakey three out spin alley topsail on the twelve stair, fake three out counts. I'd be very impressed. It'd be great. Tec technically, awesome. But you could very easily program a video game to do that. So let's just say yeah. you found some like fucking weird um, ball or like you found a stump or some piece of bark that you could like roll or something and you you rolled this piece of bark and you jumped over it and then you kicked kicked it for a second and said tree and then you royaled the rail and you steroid for a little bit and then the steroid steroid was kind of sketchy and the way you rolled out of it made you think of a body position that you held for a little bit and then the camera was right there and you said something weird it's like there's no fucking video game. There's no program that can come up with that. Yeah. There's no... It would be such a comp complex form of buttons that even like, our that, fingers wouldn't even be able to like. Even perform. the idea of doing that. So our bodies and our minds in the moment at our best, we can come up with some shit. It's way more complex with it than never any be. video game or any technical trick ever. It's more about expressing that something self with a capital S who knows it's like taking the poo but it's the real version of it what okay so that, that what do you think about that idea of like there's like religions built on this whole shit the whole idea of like something right yeah and so the older I get, the more I realize that, like, it's just a name for a thing across many cultures. Yeah. And it's, so it's here right now. So it's 
whatever they try and name, right? It's here, it's between, it's everything. So it's like the wall, and it's between you and I, and it's the space between the zeros and ones in the files, and it's um, before you write and after you write, and it's between that, and it's the idea of the trick, and it's not the trick, and it's not that thought of the trick, and they try and name it things, and it's the thing. What well, like is in that a way, thing? in a way, like everyone's looking for that thing. Everyone wants, and 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 you talk to certain people who have genuinely caught glimpses of it. Yeah, glimpses, and they the have, thing. but then they they over they they misinterpret how they experienced that that thing or they try to we, label it or they try to they come to a place where they think they can describe it to other people or they think they know what it is when in fact no one knows what it is we we are just born into this complex system where like we're, we're vaguely we want, aware of shit we but, want but we're so distracted it. by so many things and we want to know the answer and we want to be the man we want to get the pussy we want to excel and be noticed and there's so many conflicting things that keep us from knowing that thing but we always know it's there and there's so much that can get us fucked up but if you like it's it's there it's always there it's always there. And it's always available. That's the most frustrating part. It is always part. available, but it's sometimes like you can try to to access it in ways that you found it before and it won't work because you're just repeating. You, It's like you can't repeat yeah. old formulas because there is no formula. If you and try to repeat the old like, formula, you're, you're cheating even, yourself. Times where you're not even thinking about it and it's like, Jesus Christ. Like, I said the Lord's name in vain, traditional religion or whatever, but like, you're right there. Like, I was, like, at a point where I was, like, you know what? I'm done with, like, I don't care anymore. I'm done with all this. And then it'll be, like, oh, that's when you show up. Like, as soon as I say, you know what? Fuck all of this. Like, I, I really don't know anymore. I'm done. I have no idea what's going on right now. And then it'll be, like, well, that, I just needed to hear that. Here I am. And then it'll be, like, grab onto it for a little bit and then it's gone again just like so what i have to do like i have to suffer for a little bit for you to just show up again like yeah it's all a part of it it's all a part of getting there whatever how whatever it is like that thing you don't even know what you're looking for but you like have today, to go through all that stuff to to get to what it is today you can recently it's been like i have seriously like there's been points like during the days recently where it's been like I feel like I'm just like getting I'm just like attached to a log and I'm just getting dragged through the mud and I have no idea where I'm going and then I'll just be like I'll just be I'll have like a certain degree of clarity and then I'll just get attached back to whatever it is and I'll be dragged through the mud and I'll be like wait a minute I thought that you just like let me had a chance to like I thought I had a chance here to figure like I knew yeah. it like I was there Grab down to it for a second. You let me, like, I know what this is. I know what it is. And then I'm back in the mud again, like, being dragged. Being like, Jesus Christ. There's, like, way too much trying to figure out right now. There's a lot going on. And yeah. I'm trying to manage this. And I can't. And then there may be, like, two months. You may have a stretch, like, two months. You're just on point. You're just killing it. And you think, like, yeah, You're I found it. You're just killing it. And yeah. then two weeks. 
and then two weeks is building to a point where it's like, I don't know. I don't know if I, like, I'm ready. I'm yeah. just ready to give up right now. I can't, I don't know if I can do this. Not like intensely or whatever. It's not like, it's not like talking about life or death or whatever, but it's just emotionally. It's like, you know what? This is tough right now. Can you cut me some slack? Can you give me something? <laughs> and then it's like, at your worst point, then they'll be like, oh, here's a little bit of something. Take that, see what you can do. Yeah, 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 like, take that. Tell shit. I'll grab onto it that. It's like it's reminders. Like, it's like little reminders along the way. If you're lucky, if you're lucky to you get You have to be so careful too, because there's a lot, like especially over the winter time here, it's like there's a lot you can just get so sidetracked. Yeah. You don't want to be over here and you don't want to be over there. Well, it takes work to stay on that that path. It takes a lot of effort and a lot of sacrifice. It, it a lot of a lot of people stop following that. A lot of people they just they, they don't they forget it even exists. It's easier to not even know that that exists. It's easier just to go about shit and just it's 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 level. It's just like simple rewards. But when you know that it, it exists, it makes this existence more painful because you want it. It's the want that makes you hurt, and you know it's there. You know it's there, even when you're so far from it that you think that you're fucking crazy for even believing that so it's So what there. is... It's, you just know! You know in your heart it's still there. So what, for you, without... You don't have to name it, but what is it? <laughs> I don't know. I don't you know. know it, though. It, or do you, it's, you it's actually, like, you don't it's a, know it, well, but you have... You, maybe, you have a little bit. Like, okay, I do know what it is. I do know what it is. I guess the joke is to try to articulate it. The joke is to try to put it into words. Because whenever you try to put it into words, it's really just a joke. It is really just a joke to say, I, it's just the experience of realizing that it is just an experience, but the experience is so fucking powerful and everything is the experience and it's just that it is like, you know, it's poetry. It's, it's just poetry. Well, you can't, you need to experience it. Once you've experienced it, then you just know what it is. Even you might even you, you might already know, know what it is, but it may have enough information for you to have a great life for three months or whatever. You may have. It's faith. It's it's faith. Like it's faith. It's like it's the there word all faith. The, time. It's the there. word faith. Like the, the Christian religion has stolen the word faith, but really the word faith is just believing that there is something really positive that all all these experiences, even if they're your perceiving it as negative and even if it's painful it is all for the greater good if you have the intelligence to like target it in that way and just continue on a path even if it's like one percent of your time 0.5 percent of your time even if it's like 0.01 percent of your time even if it's very little even if yeah. you just need to keep doing it you need to keep and and pushing it and valuing like yeah. it, recognizing the value in it and taking time when you can and fighting for that time. And even when you don't have that time to, there's always time. There's always time. There's so much time on this earth and it's up to you. You can decide if you want to follow it. It's there. That like, that, that I, is it better to burn out than to fade away? 
in in what we live in, it's better to maybe be pathetic. It's better to be pathetic like, and keep rock, going. The keep rock, the, going. the the original punk rock, the Neil Young song, better to burn out than to fade away. We live in a time where you may fade for a little bit, but don't back. burn out. Don't, don't burn, burn out. out. Even if you're in last place, even if you're way behind everyone, just keep moving. Keep you, moving. You, there's there's something going on right now where we don't know. Just keep doing you know. it. It could and the, well, the, and, and the, the tables, tables are gonna. The turn. idea of last place might not even. It be doesn't right. exist. That's an illusion. You think you're in last place, but you're right where you're supposed to be. And the world's saying, "Oh, you're a loser. You're you're 35 years old. You live in your dad's basement. Whatever. It doesn't matter. All that shit is an illusion. Yeah. All that matters is you what's inside of you. Ten years, if you want to. You are. If you're but a crazy motherfucker so and you can like, maybe it's almost a, better. Really, can, like, what if, this is all about is it's almost better to be a failure. Success is a scary thing. Uh, success, well, with the idea and of if, success. If you get is it too change. early, the idea ooh, of success beware. is changing quite a beware. bit. Beware. The idea of success. Early success will fuck you up. The idea of, um, like, I don't agree with, the, I won't say I won't agree, but like, that idea of like protesting people who are wealthy and you're not wealthy, I have that feeling yeah. of like, that's okay, like, get a position. Jealousy. Get a no, position so. in a place where you make a little bit of money, or you're like trying to like get a bit of that money, and then still do what you need to do. Like, there's there's positions available where you can just don't drop out completely. Be a part of it. See what you can do within that, because there's a lot that you can do within that. Well, big mistake is like thinking you're one or the other. When you can be, however, you can be multiple That's things huge. very easily. People think like, time. oh, once, once I once I drop out of skating, then I'm in the that. corporate you world. Have to enter, you have to entertain. That's so true. You have to entertain for like two minutes. Okay. I gotta I'll do my best. I think a big thing is like that idea of like, I am just this. I am just this. Yeah. That's bad. At South by Southwest, here, here's what I'll give you before I go pee. South by Southwest, like, let's just say you were the most hype band on the entire internet. <laughs> the most hype band. Yeah. What does that even mean anymore? It doesn't mean anything. No. It, it means nothing. It doesn't mean anything. You can't be the Beatles. You no. can't be the Rolling Stones. It doesn't Stones. exist anymore. You can't be Led Zeppelin. No. All you can be is something... Yeah. With outside of hype, you can be something and you can go down a road for a long period of time. Yeah. That's it. That's it. What else is there? You might have an audience. You might not. But that whole idea of like, oh, our band is playing a showcase at South by Southwest. Let's just say you did. You played one show at South by Southwest and you were thrust into the blogosphere and you got great ratings on the best music sites, would that would they, really do anything? Yeah. It wouldn't. It wouldn't. Yeah, well, in a way, we're all we're all chasing, well, a lot of us are we're chasing this dream that if we were to actually get it, what is it? yeah, it doesn't fucking change anything. That's, You're still in the exact same place. You just have more bullshit to deal with. You just have more, like, 
distractions and more limitations and more fear because you've got this thing that you're protecting, your art will suffer. It's all just about the making of it. You gotta and make following shit. Following yourself. Yeah, just make some shit. Make some shit. You gotta listen Don't to mine and Monica's podcast. She, we we talked about the dude in Press Pause Play where it's like the guy sitting on the deck or whatever that I thought was in Greece or whatever. It's like yeah. that guy. He needs to be there. The guy that that is ready to say not everyone can make stuff. That's my a sister had a teacher everyone. that that. My sister a teacher, I think it's in the podcast where said, you're going to make a lot of shit. There was this teacher that she said she just did not get along with. But in the end, that teacher affected her where it's like, I fucking want to see, like, I want to listen to Michael Jackson. Like, maybe I won't listen to Michael Jackson's albums for 10 years, but he should still make them Yeah. for 10 years. Even if they're not as good as his other albums, or even if he doesn't perceive them as being as good or people, like, what what does it matter if a bunch of people think your shit sucks? What, like... Just make the shit. What are people? What does people's... What do they... What does it matter? Well, we're in an early part of this whole thing where we think that we're supposed to... We think we're at, in this like heightened state of intelligence, but I'm telling you, in 10 years, people will look back at the way we're thinking now, and it'll be preposterous. It'll be like, like, because that, that idea is moving faster and faster and faster, where like, we look back at like 40 years ago, and we're like, holy shit, like, they thought this, and that's crazy. But that is happening faster and faster. Like the, the people's minds, the amount of information that we're subjected to, that's not going to stop. That's going to grow. That's true. And then people are going to change so much that they won't understand where we're coming from. But our art, for, uh, the stuff that we produce from this era, you have to understand is going to be viewed from a totally different animal. Or it's not be viewed so at all. Di- or not viewed at all. No, it will be viewed. You think so? Yeah. I got to pee. Tell, go. Why is that gonna be viewed? Well, it'll always be viewed. It's always gonna be there. As long as like, as long as people are on this earth, even if, or even not even on this earth, as long as people are, even if when, as long as human consciousness exists whether it's on this earth or in the, in space or in some other dimension, the things that are produced now will go with them and they will be appreciated because they are things that could have only been created in this time that we're living in. There's no way that once this technology gets produced that's going to like shoot half of the human race into this crazy dimension. It's not like those people are just going to be like, oh, we'll just leave all this shit behind, you know, we'll leave all this really good music and these really good movies, you know, fuck that, we got this better thing going. No, they're going to bring it all with them, and they'll be able to experience that, and, and it'll always influence new ideas, new technology, all of the database of humanity. The amazing thing is that the database of human output is available to everyone at all times and that is what makes everything move faster and pushes things in a certain direction because it's all like this is this is unprecedented this is the first time in human history that it 
everything has been is available to everyone at, at mostly for no cost at all it's just there you can basically just think it and it's and it's there if you're if you search for something you can find anything and it can like it can like it's all there this has never happened it's all there to be had so if you're contributing to that and if you're continuously contributing to that the whole idea of fame is gone there will never be another Jim Morrison that 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 kind of celebrity can't exist but you know what it's a good thing because you know how long Jim Morrison lived he he died when he was like 27 you know how long Kurt Cobain lived died when he what like 24 23 like that is because these people the, were... the industry ate them up they they became limited they became their whole view came became so narrow that all they could see was what they were at that one point we're not that anymore we can live full lives and we can do tons and tons of things throughout our lifetime we're supposed to um go through very long periods of change yeah and and stick it out because if Jim Morrison or Kurt Cobain was just like Okay, let me just think about this for a second. Yeah. There may be a World Wide Web in the future where the entire music it's industry falls apart. Like, let's just see. Didn't they want to see the world? Like, didn't they want to see Jim how Morrison, things would change? Jimi Hendrix, Shit. Kurt Cobain, Janis Joplin. The whole, the whole die, fame thing, fast, the whole fame thing is fucking crazy. What the fuck does You know what's mean? a really interesting one is Owen Wilson tried to commit commit suicide and it's so underplayed now but he tried to commit suicide when um it was like just after royal tenenbaums and i think could have been during i haven't seen it yet but like um that wes anderson darjeeling like maybe shortly after that or whatever but like whoa it was like and hollywood has enough power to downplay it and i remember like being in film school and my friend andrew being like Apparently they said it was going to be heroin. Heath Ledger? Shit. Like, probably one of the... Could have been, like, the Brando or the... Um, yeah. James... Jimmy Stewart or... There's, like, those old school... Act- Clooney's awesome. I think George Clooney's awesome and Brad Pitt. Like, even those guys right now, like... Do you... Clooney's Clooney? awesome because... He... he He's how not old was he, No, but how old was he when he got on ER? Oh, he probably had a lot Clooney? of life, life How the fuck was Who the fuck was George Clooney before he got on, on ER? And he was like he was 35, yeah. 40. That's one of the reasons why George Clooney is so awesome. Like, Did you watch later success, The Descendants? His newest movie? The Descendants. The Descendants. Um, Have you seen Sideways? Yeah. So it's the director of Sideways. It's a movie about... I think what it, he's in Hawaii. He's in Hawaii. That's and really his, good. He has a really bad relationship with his wife. Yeah. And she... That's a really good movie. Did you watch that movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like one of those fucking movies where it's like, man, some of those roles that those guys could take on, like, Clooney is someone who... Um, he He's not married in Hollywood. He keeps a low profile. He's not... He's not in the tabloids. He's had, like, very attractive, like, girls that he's dated or whatever, but he's never fully committed. And, like, then that movie comes out, and, like, some of the 
emotions that comes up when he plays that role where it's like he's like Jesus what if what he puts out it's like fuck it's like am I supposed to have a family like the role that he plays is kind of like it it it, it mirrors his life where it's like am I supposed to be married and have a family like if I was to just be an actor and grow old and not have a family, like, would I have nothing? The, the final shot of the movie with the, this won't ruin much, but like, it's him with his two daughters who his character at the start of the movie doesn't know at all. And like, there's this simple moment where they're like sharing ice cream on the couch. And it's one of those things that like, the older you get, the more you realize that like, the moments that you have with your girlfriend or wife or whatever, it's like, that's the shit that matters. And it's like, He's playing this role where it's like, where does the yeah. where does the movie end in his life begin? To it's like I always think about that with Arlo, where it's like when he made What Do You Believe in, it's like where does the video end in their lives begin? And it's like Clooney, some of the stuff, or Bill Murray and Lost in Translation, like some of those performances where it's like these guys, like that is their life. What their performances are so good because that is their emotion. I don't know. And they don't know. They don't know. And we don't know. They don't know the right answer. All they can yeah. do is like, well, I have, I feel this and there's some dark and there's some light and this is what I can, I've been alive for this long and I'm famous now and this is what I can give to this moment yeah. and you're going to feel this and whatever I give you're not going to you're not going to get an answer from what I give but you're going to enjoy the fact that I shared it and you're not going to have an answer but it's still it and there's no name for what it is all the best like performances Gary Wrath of God and Valhalla Rising if you watch it Drive Ryan Gosling like it's it it's just, they know it. Heath Ledger, the Joker. <sighs> Michelle Williams, his wife. Have you watched, like, the movie where she was Marilyn, or Marilyn Monroe? No, like, not yet. Wendy and Lucy? Have you seen Wendy and Lucy? I don't, I don't think um, I saw Old Joy. Lucy. Did you see oh, Old, yeah, Joy? I saw Old Joy? So, the same director, and it's uh, Michelle Williams, and it was... I think Heath Ledger died and it's a movie about she has her dog and she's going to Alaska she's in some smaller town in Portland and it's like just some of the emotions that some of these actors and actresses give to the camera like they're so intense and they capture things that we try and talk about on this podcast they can capture them in facial expressions or little silent moments or whatever you follow that right yeah. probably completely that that there's i don't know it's just something there and people die because they can't even handle it yeah our people have it, very intense um the celebrity life or whatever i have maximum respect there's some people who didn't make like the fact that heath ledger to maybe to watch that guy's career like to see him bloom into an elderly man who acted in movies like there's then then like I said the 
fact that Owen Wilson tried to commit suicide and it's yeah. swept under the rug still, like it's not something that a lot of people love Owen Wilson, but like to know that maybe Brad Pitt or George, like who knows? Isn't that fucked? Like, isn't that fucked that all the like everyone you go grocery shopping and you see like the celebrity magazines and it's all like the all, these people are fucked. They got like, got fucked up lives and and they're trying to commit suicide and all this shit, but. Everyone still wants that. Everyone still we love is, drama. Wants, but everyone wants to be that. Everyone wants that success, the fame, we the think money. We, do. we think we do, and then we get there, and it's and it's hell. It's like we're attracted to the, to this hell. Have you seen Midnight in Paris? Midnight in Paris. What was probably it like my? It's one of my highest recommendations of the twenty eleven. I don't follow like Oscars or anything, but in terms of an experience, with Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson was in it, yeah. and Woody Allen directed it. Shit. And it's about this guy. There's a lot in there. There's a lot that captures um, films like filmmakers, and and I never again. I will never call myself a filmmaker unless I really understand what the fuck I'm doing. But I still don't. I have no idea. But Woody Allen is someone who has made films since 1970-something or whatever. Wow. So this was the first one where, like, there was people who didn't like Woody Allen's movies from, like, oh, yeah, I didn't like his era from, like, 1990, and I didn't like his 2000 films, so he releases something yeah. in 2011. Men in Paris. Owen Wilson plays this neurotic... Everyone who plays a character in a Woody Allen film, a male character, if it's not Woody Allen himself... He plays this Woody Allen-esque character and he goes to Paris with his girlfriend who's rich and they're going to get married and it's this, he captures this idea of like, his wife is kind of connected to one side of the world we live in today. His wife is clearly connected and you believe he's in love but you don't at the same time, he's connected, he finds, and they never explain why but one night he goes for a walk. He's at some like high-end party and he gets picked up by this horse and carriage or this carriage and it, he travels through time and he goes back to a time he's a writer and so he exists in this time that he think is he thinks is better than the time that he lives in yeah. and then he falls in love with a girl in that era and then they take the carriage again and then she wants to stay in that time and she thinks it's better than the time that he thinks is better the time Whoa. that he lives in, and then it's this whole idea, like Woody Allen's whole idea is like, the time that we live in now, wherever we get to, we always think there's a better time, Yeah. that this time in the past was better, or it's wrong right now, and I want to be here, Always. Yeah, and yeah. that it's, he captures this human flaw, and it's it, it's still it, when it's good, it's it, when it's bad, it's still it. And he captures yeah. it. And at the end of the movie, I won't wreck it, but like the way it ends is like that classic thing where it, it just comes down to you. What reality do you want to carve out? Who do you want to choose to carve it out with? Are those people, can you manage it for a certain amount of time? That's it. Like that, that's... There was not a better time because you're in control of it. Yeah. What do you want to believe right now? And who do you, who is in your life? 
Are they going to detract from it? Are they going to help it? Are they going to challenge the idea of it? And then on top of that, if you're with people who think they know what it is, and you're all going to focus on that, you're fucked too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's you not... If you, if you think that you know what it is, then you're further from it because you think you know. Gathering around the, the yeah, idea no of it or talking... It's impossible to... Talking know. about it like you know what it is. Being an authority on it. Wearing a crazy robe and telling crowds of people that you know what it is. You are a fucking liar. Do you realize how important it is to um, attach to it, though? People want to attach to it. People, yeah, people want greatness. They want to be looked up to. My thing and is, if you, people want to discover it so that people, like, to get approval from other people. But no one knows what it is, but a lot of people pretend to know what it is, and then they get respect because, oh, oh, he knows what it is. We can listen to this guy. And then they just keep going and going and going. They get rewarded. We're like dogs. We get rewarded. We do the same behavior over and over. Here's the thing, like, I want to have a good life where I'm good to people and I feel like I know how to be in touch with it for a certain amount of time and I struggle with it. I don't know it, but I know it once in a while. I know what I can do. I never want to be a part of anything where, like, guilt trips me into thinking I don't know it because all I can do is take my own experience you have you have to have faith you always have to have faith that you can find it once you lose faith in yourself in your own personal ability to find it then you're dead you're dead but you can never proclaim that you know what it is even if you found it so true. It's that thing, though, that's like, you may have to go. And it changes. Dude. You may have to go fucking two months. Yeah. Where, like, it Far. was right there. Like, yeah. it was right there. It was so close. Was and if I would have, if I was able to grab onto it there, I would have been good for a couple weeks. Yeah. And, then, like and then there may be a time where you fucking ride a wave of it for four months. And then you just get hit with the opposite side of it. Yeah. And then and then you think that you just hit this point where like, I can't do it anymore, and then it comes back. Yeah, fuck Because it. you're in it anyway. Yeah. And then you're like, seriously, what is it? What is it? Really, what is it? Why do I have to deal with this side of it when I know that this side of it exists? And it's there and all it's almost the like, time. It's almost like there's there's a there's one way to deal with it. One way that people have found is to become like a monk or like a Buddhist and stop caring. And that's and what stop I said earlier. Caring so, about it. And and this and is the, 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 the circle is a level is of end. like yeah. of a level of like ah oh, I don't need to find it anymore. It's I'll just sit here and close my eyes. Well, like, and there's power in that. But then. Really, you're just sitting there with your eyes closed all the time. Yeah, you might feel this, like, pleasure, this quote-unquote enlightenment, or this, like, 
you don't care anymore and everything is bliss. But you're just fucking sitting there with your fucking eyes closed. Yeah. Open your eyes and do something, even if it's painful, even if it's going to cause you stress. Yeah. It's true. It's very true. Go that, do that, something. But you have to understand that the human race or whatever, like human beings on the planet, those ideas are injected into our culture for a reason that, that it's, it's an easy way to do it. It's an easy way to live. And then, but what I said earlier is our, it's very valuable to know if you have those ideas of like, I want to be a monk. I want to just meditate for two months. I want to be silent. We live in a time where, yeah, okay, do that a little bit, but, but dive into the giant pool of information of information and create yeah. create more than you consume and have a some kind of a spiritual practice you don't even have to call it a spiritual practice just like the self Managing, the capital S the poo keeping yourself the like big poo that you take sane. that if you take a big poo and it looks like At an least. S that's you being in touch with We're it. saying that before like the most important thing is to keep yourself sane to keep yourself happy if you're and just if you're working so too hard to find tough. it, that's then you're so never tough. gonna find it. If you're if you are not happy, you're just fuck being happy. I'm being gonna be miserable. I'm gonna treat my body like shit. I'm gonna do what I need to do. I'm gonna work 15 hours a day. Fuck it. And you just work and work and work. I'm gonna find it. I'm gonna, you may have to do that for like a little you're bit. You're like digging in the opposite direction. But you may have to do that. You might have to do that for a little bit. But when it when you do have to do it, it's not gonna be. You'll know, and it'll be. It won't be that painful to you it'll be it'll come natural and you'll just need to do it and you will want to do it with all your heart and you'll know that it's what you need to do it's what you want to do it's the best thing for you you'll know you might not until after it's done maybe that's another thing too maybe you don't so you go through some painful shit that's true in a while, right? and then it's like you just like it's a the wave I love the idea, like I, I did that in the most recent video, the idea of the wave. Just, there's the wave, just, just surf it out, don't fight. If you're fighting, if you're fighting about the wave with someone, just, you don't have to fight the shark to fight for the wave. Exactly. And then, if there even is a wave, just use whatever you don't know to ride it out yeah you don't even have to surf the wave all the time there may be smaller ones that you can surf. Just a wave. every once in a while there's this, this giant wave you might get fucking thrown yeah just thrown but there's a lot of waves you don't need to be that down about, about there may be that wave. Well, oh shit there may be that one that you hit and you just you fucking surf it. it and you kill it yeah. and then there may be nothing for months. after that month yeah Exactly. And but that's what it is. And then yeah. the fact that we're so impatient on that. Like how that is pretty cool. Like if you surf the most giant wave you've ever surfed in a short amount of time and then you have to go three or four months without maybe hit some little waves here and there, that's cool. Yeah. It, as long as you just manage it, you stay alive. Yeah. Just gotta make the best of it just, just ride it out. Just ride Kurt it out. Kurt Cobain. Don't, Jim Morrison, don't fucking shoot Jimmy yourself Hendrick. in the head. 
Janet just Joplin. realized that they were be riding the biggest fucking wave, and they were like at the top of the like, wave, and they were like, "This oh, is I don't shit. know. This is this is gonna be really difficult to ride out properly." Yeah, they may not even have known that there was like other waves coming in. Like, they may not even have seen. Even if there were shorter waves, they may have even have, like sailed so off big. a shorter wave, and there may have been a freak accident where they, they were, like, hit young. their head on a rock or something. They were just, just like, it's yeah, they were too young to know that there was tons of other waves out there, ones that were. There small, may have been ones that big. There may have been like whatever that other wave, like, only the one that they were riding off of, like they just barely rode that one out, and then it's like, it's like okay, so this ten years, nineteen ninety. 2000 cases okay, so some bigger there's some medium-sized ones okay i rode those out or some small ones that were left was like paddling in the ocean with nothing i got nothing for 20 years yeah nothing yeah. and then just 2020 rolls around and then this wave comes that's fucking bigger than the 1960s and they're like and they're and able to ride it in this they new, just like way. they just smoothly ride this way to it might not even, like, they may have, like, launched off of the wave and f- caught a draft in the wind and just floated on their board in the air They've for a little bit. They've got a wingsuit now, and, and they just like, fly. Wait a minute. So, the whole idea of, like, waiting for a wave, I got the biggest wave ever. I rode it out, but not only that, but I, like, got to a new place, new place entirely. And even though I'm going to die in, like, ten years, the fact that I, like, I was, then they might have that thought where it's, like, can you imagine if I died and I didn't ride, ride yeah. this wave? Like when I was so down, when I was just paddling around and there was nothing around, and I thought about ending it, if I had, then I wouldn't have done that. It's the hero's journey. Yep. Goes full circle. You have to go, you have to go on. Experience it all. What are we at? 2.45. <laughs> Holy shit. It's three. Hello, this is Leon Bassin, recording myself for Todd and Joey, for the sole purpose of Todd and Joey. I watched Mushroom Blading 6 Wacky Mode last night. I was looking forward to it and I kept on checking mushroomblading.com to see when it's going to come up. and. Yesterday, I was so tired, I got home and I was just, I haven't felt that tired in a very long time. But still, before I went to bed, I checked mushroomblading.com and the video was there. It must have been, uh, I don't know, like 1 a.m. or whatever, 2 a.m. But I've been going to sleep really late for a long time, Uh, just so busy with the shop and we're getting boxes and I... Like I stay at the store mad hours and I work at home, just so busy. But yesterday was just too much. I couldn't handle it like that morning. I woke up very early, I didn't sleep much. I worked hard all day. And when I got home late, the video was up and I couldn't, I wanted to go to sleep so bad, but I had to watch it. So, that was last night. I was probably not in the best shape to watch a video and be fully open-minded about it, so I will try to watch it one more time. Even though I don't think the video 
Um, I, I don't think it's a, a type of video that you want to watch more than once. No offense. But I wanted to record uh, my thoughts about your video. I slept on it. Um, I, I watched the whole thing. I was tired. Like I passed passed out right after. Um, first of all, the fact that I didn't pass out while watching your movie is a huge compliment. Because I... I don't think there's any movie out there that could have kept me... Um, that could have kept me awake. Not that the video was good. And not that the video was bad. Uh, but it definitely kept me entertained all the way... kept me entertained all the way through and uh, I stayed awake sorry I'm just kinda talking slow because I'm driving into my parkade here but I wanna say a few things about how you guys make like what do I get out of it obviously I'm a closer friend and I care a lot about what you guys do and I get inspired very much but by what you guys do and I appreciate what you guys do um, it's one of those movies that you more like a film I think it's going in a very interesting direction that it's not an instant um, it's not an instant satisfaction I don't get I don't watch the tricks and like oh awesome like it goes a lot deeper. It makes me like think why you guys chose to do it, or um, it's like w watching one of those movies that makes you feel weird after, and you think about it the next day. That's how I feel about your video. I'm extremely busy today. I have tons of work to do, but I decided. Um, to record myself so my head is half wanting to rush and do something but it's still caught up with what I watched last night so it definitely impacted me a lot more than other movies that I watched or definitely other skate videos that I watched um, and it's very cool how you guys build a reputation of whatever you do ends up sticking with me even if I don't understand it initially I uh, try to look for deeper meaning in it or trying to open my mind because if it was any other person having a video like this I wouldn't really know if they're doing it as a joke or they're doing it as uh, or they're actually trying to pass pass on some certain message or I wouldn't understand it and I would quickly skip or move on 
maybe it's because I know you guys or maybe it's because I learned to love what you guys do or who knows but maybe we're on the same frequency but no matter what type of shit you produce no matter how bad it's gonna be it's uh until further notice until like I, I always gonna you guys have my full attention until maybe one day you guys make a shitty video and then I don't get it even after a year and then you guys make another shitty video and another and you just lose your uh, lose what you've created for yourself in my head but for now you guys have me fully captured and I think this video just as much as a lot of them maybe even more really makes me think about it so thanks for doing this video thanks for uh, inspiring me and uh, the skating was pretty wacky but it's it's just skating who cares how the skating was if I want to watch good skating I can watch myself and uh, I don't watch your videos to watch good skating I watch your videos to make my skating better I think that that's the sentence yeah I watch your videos not to see good skating I watch your videos to make my skating better peace out